0: Hello
1: and welcome to episode fifteen of Dial H for HeroClicks. I'm your host Hunter oh. Obi wan Smith. With me today is Drew Lando Alderson and Austin Jar Jar Smith. You guessed oh, it. Oh
2: come on, man! Come on, man. that's not even right. I was going to complain about being Lando, but then Austin got to be Jar Jar. What? So. Lando's the shit, man. Until know, he betrays man. everybody. But who cares? Yeah,
0: he's still the shit. Spoiler alert, by the way. I guess. In case
1: you're like, uh, how's your week, guys? It was good. It was horrible. Uh, every event out. I played in this week has been. Austin Bumdoxy got the crap kicked out of him today. We'll not just
0: today. It's, it's been all week.
1: Notice I use the word "crap" and I did not curse. Why is that?
0: It's because today's a very special edition of Dial H for Hero Clicks, which where where Hunter here is going
1: to get plastered,
0: and he's going to take a shot every time we swear.
1: So I have here some Jim Beam, because I'm a man and I only drink whiskey or bourbon. I do not drink beer, and uh, I don't really like anything else. And I've had a migraine and a half like all day long, and so they were like, "Well, you can take some uh, um, aspirin before we do the podcast." As like a real man's medicine, a real it drunk a sh- man's medicine. <laughs> it was a shot of Maker's or a shot of Jack. I have some Red Stag Jim Beam here. It is uh 80 proof so not super strong for what I usually drink I mean that is strong but not strong is <laughs> what I usually drink if
2: you were Ricky you'd be already probably drunk by smelling it <laughs> and the drinking game is going to- <laughs> yeah. you can tell have, we gotta have Ricky on here for the next time we do a drunk pound no deals. that will
1: not it'll last 20 minutes and we'll have to shut the shit down <laughs> no, there's
2: alright hold let's on let's start it one shot Cherry Coke chaser.
1: <laughs> so every time
0: one of us cusses, I have to take a shot. Now, I, I thought about going off on a tirade here, but... That's terrible. When we Austin. get to some of our spoilers later, I'm sure there's going to be plenty if of If you guys
1: start to obviously start to abuse it, then I'll have to step in. Or else you'll end up in the hospital. <laughs> so, first let's get into some what we played. Mainly because the uh, traumatic experience is fresh on Austin's mind. <laughs> you have no idea. Well, I tell you what, let's start with Wednesday. Austin, you played at Game Preserve, did you not? I did. How did that go? I wasn't Uh, there.
0: I went 1-2. I showed up with a really good team Wednesday. Um, It was half, you bring up to 400 points of your own team, and then you open an FI booster, and you construct a team using at least 100 from your booster and the rest from your collection. So I was like, you know, I'm going to go with a bunch of my staples. I brought, like, my Iron Fist and all that stuff. I had a really good team. Um, I had a really good setup. I brought everything just in case. Opened my booster, saw that Heimdall. He's, like, 150-something. I was like, there's my booster right there. Finished out with Tear, Iron Fist. Um, it was, like, 500-point build or something like that. Tear, Iron Fist, um, Split Lip, of course, because uh, we were allowed to use other stuff from the set. And uh, I ran five Hammers on Books. We couldn't run six.
1: Um, well, that's where you messed up right there, because you should have just brought six white suit iron fists. I know, I, I thought about and it, and then pulled a seventh and an eighth. I really thought about <laughs> it.
0: Um, that's what I ordered. So my team, right off the bat, is pretty melee heavy. Um, <coughs> it, it was a it was a good team in most fear itself sealed situations, but when everyone's allowed to break out their Hawkeye they have stored somewhere, and they knew they were going up against a bunch of fear itself melee teams. That is all I played against all night was Hawkeyes.
1: Chaos War Hawkeye?
0: No, a fear the itself? Fear itself Hawkeye. The
1: the stuff that you bring with you have to be Fear itself stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: All, I'm sorry if that wasn't designated.
1: It has to be Fear itself. You may from, have said it. I may have missed it.
0: You may be drunk already.
1: I'm not drunk.
2: Already. <laughs> I It's a near impossible, my so,
1: impossible. So it was from
0: it was stuff from the Fear itself set. So like I I brought Split Lip, of course that was a given. Yeah. Um and crap like that. My first game was really good. Um. He wasn't running the book or anything, so I had a big edge on him, especially with split-lip. Second and third games were better. My rolls turned against me pretty quickly, though, and that mixed with that stupid Hawkeye. (laughs) And by the third game, like, I was just, like, so tired I didn't even care. But we, it was a fun event. Um, it was definitely interesting to get to play Constructed, Fear Itself-Restricted like that. Yeah. As opposed to Sealed. Um, and it was, there were some interesting teams built. Like, there were some combos and stuff that I ran into. Um, there were a few really good Mighty teams that I wasn't expecting. Um, a lot of stuff like that. It was a fun event.
1: I played Thursday at uh, Comic Book University, It'll also Fear itself it was one booster, Wolverine, one booster for yourself, four hundred points with book. I ran. Uh, I pulled the super Jubilee that I needed really bad, so I was happy. I was just pulling that. I was like, I don't even care how I do from now. on. Prime I'm just or non prime? Huh? Prime or non prime? Non prime.
0: I guess for you, a normal SR would be an amazing thing. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> I need her.
1: I need her because I have the prime one, and actually, she's worth more than the prime. Yeah. Because she goes on the team base. Um, But anyways, I decided to play her because I didn't, you know, I like to play new pieces, especially at at, uh, Fear Itself where I don't really care about how good I do. I played um, her, Tear, Shatterstar, and um, the rare Black Suit Iron Fist. And I was giving up like 30 points, but I just didn't pull a good enough point difference, differential point values to where I could fill out a team very well. So, um, Jubilee starts with the energy explosion, and if she hits, the person who the opposing characters uh, have to choose whether they're going to take negative one attack or negative two attack or take an extra action token. Once yeah, hit. that's ridiculous. And she has two bolts. And. She is she's not a very she wasn't very good by the end of the, the of <laughs> I the bet day. she'd
0: go better paired with someone like uh, Bruce Banner or someone that buffs energy explosion.
1: Yeah. And well she only has it. like four or five range for one. Oh, wow. And she does not have any running shot, but I gave it to her with hammers. And what I ended up doing was uh Shatterstar would teleport in, she would get off an energy explosion, and then uh Shatterstar would charge Flurry, you know, in after that. Uh, of course, Tier do what he always does, and that Iron Fist is good too. Uh, first round, my opponent didn't have book, and like you said, it's just a complete annihilation. Um, second round was against John, and it, I made a bad play after several getting frustrated with several bad rolls, and I just got my crap kicked in. I set up and uh, had a chance to charge exploit Lady Death Strike for like six. Like basically, could have one shot her? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, and I crit hit, and then uh, he probed me, and I crit missed, Ouch. and he proceeded to kill tier on in one turn, and yeah, then a couple turns they're... later, I tur- I sent Iron Fist in, he crit missed. Yeah, my third, my third,
0: <laughs> to... my third game and second games um, on Wednesday, I had some bad misses with Tear, and tier is such a deep dial. Like if he gets blasted hard. In one turn, like, if they super focus fire him and drop him, it really sucks for teams that are built with him.
1: Well, he has eight clicks, though. Yeah. And he has, like, toughness or end all like, every click. He's only got
0: toughness, like, his last two, I think.
1: Um, His very last click, he has nothing at all, but he has an 18 defense and a 12 attack. Yeah. So he goes out swinging. Um, I love Tear so much, and I played him uh, today, too. God, he's such a great piece. I just appreciate it more every time I play him. Uh wouldn't say there were people cracking jokes about how much you love Tier, by the way. He's so good. <laughs> I mean, I've played him so many times now, and he if always... If Hunter was here, he'd be playing Tier. Really? He always <laughs> pays off. Um,
0: I should have played like four Hawkeyes.
1: My third round was against Ricky, and we had a, a very extremely close match. Um, re- he pretty much had me beat, but I, I managed to get it. He had Spiral, and he gave her a running shot, Pulse Wave, and I managed to... Uh, get off the energy explosion at a couple of energy explosions at very good times of jubilee because he didn't have a lot of willpower. So he kept taking the negative two attack instead of taking the token in the push, and he kept missing his rolls by like one or two. So yeah. that that power did come off handy in our last game, and also uh, I I did a few sidestep tricks that really paid off in the long run too with blocking lines of fire and stuff and uh, Shatterstar Flurry Blades at the very end and rolled fives on both his blades and... F- and uh, uh, yeah, game. yeah, I again. had
0: that happen uh, today with um, a Flurry blade
1: 56-6. I was like... Ah, so gosh. I went two and one with a lot of points, and I got second, and I got a Cold Borson, so that was nice. Cold Borson. Today we played at the Dugout, and if you guys didn't listen in last week, it was like, it's our best build week. Uh, the build is 400 points... Uh, It's modern age, resources and relics and ATAs are allowed, and it's everyone on your family needs to be related to another person. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) everyone on your team needs to be a family member or a spouse of everyone else on your team. Uh, We had a lot of cool teams, and uh, this was our week for best build. Like I said, I played a team that was tier... The Tab App Thor, who was very good. I was very happy with him at the end of the day.
0: The Halloween Costume Kid Thor? Yeah.
1: 30-point <laughs> uh, Loki with Utility Belt. Gosh, that that Loki is so good. And the uh, Starter Set Sif at 75 points. He was pretty good, too. Uh, Drew, what did you play?
2: I played uh, all pieces from Incredible Hulk. Uh, Fast Forces Hulk with Belt. Oh, it's uh, the, Gravity the Gravity Feet. Gravity yeah.
1: 201.
2: 201. Um, and, uh, Scar.
1: Uh, main set Scar. Yeah. And, uh, that was a good team. We played each other. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Austin, what was your team?
0: Um, I went with the Inhumans team that had, uh, Scroll, Black Bolt, um, Medusa, uh, Crystal, and Ronan the Accuser at 75 with, uh, Gamma Bomb. You know, Hunter's favorite.
1: He loved a Gamma Bomb. (laughs) See,
0: I figured mentioning the Gamma Bomb would get Hunter swearing.
1: Nope. Good try, good try, good try. Um, we well let's talk about how the games went before we announce the winner. It was pretty dang close. It was as close as you can come. Uh, I don't know. Ian had a roll off. My well, that's true. You guys came. That was the very first time we did it, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my first round was against a Fear itself, Odin, a the new Thor from the Target exclusive Thor, and um, the serpent, and. One thing to note about that target Thor, uh, he promotes into the 001 Dark World Thor, and his promotion is by far the easiest promotion that there is to hit in the entire game of Hero Clicks. Uh, basically, the way his works is you hit one time, or any time that he hits, you roll a d6. If your d6 roll equals more than the damage that you end up dealing out from that attack, you get to promote. And what happened with and if you think about it, you're going to get that the majority. Like a 50 percent chance. Yeah, that's like always fifty plus. Um, on ours, it was a one hundred plus because he hit my Thor that had impervious, and I made my impervious roll. And since he technically hit me but didn't deal any damage, he he could have rolled a one and still promoted. Yeah. A- another cool thing about that target Thor, is because we never reviewed the target exclusives because no, at didn't. the time they weren't out. Yeah. Um, that target Thor has a really cool. ...way that they could do cheap willpower. I don't know if you guys have paid much attention to Yeah,
0: the he's the one that has the special tokens, isn't he?
1: Well, for one, he has the... Um, basically, the Blue Beetle uh, version of ignoring damage. That's, the, when yeah. he prom- that's after he promotes, actually, now that I think about it. Um, I'm actually... T- uh, it's a trait that basically lets him ignore pushing damage, but only a couple times.
0: Yeah, he gets two tokens or something like that at the beginning of the game, and... At the beginning of his turn, he can take one off to ignore pushing damage for that turn. Yeah,
1: so basically it's a limited amount of willpower. So he
0: gets willpower twice, it, much. Yeah, and if
1: you it. think about it, think about the average game, how fast they go, especially these days, clicks. You only that's need to turn, push right? it.
0: That's four or five turns? Right yeah, here, yeah, you only
1: need to push a couple times per game, anyways. Yeah. You know, your figure's going to die before then, as fast as the game goes these days. So that's a good And way it's to... It saves you indomitable. Yeah, that's, that's true, too. It saves you a couple points on the. The figures build whenever they make the figure but anyways i thought that was a cool a cool promotion mechanic on that door um i hit a couple early improv improv impervious rolls you hit a couple (laughs) improv improv rolls (laughs) Uh, i hit a couple impervious rolls and then it was pretty easy pickings from there uh that sift picks up precision strike god i love precision strike so much it was i really learned to appreciate it even more today um, she was cutting through Odin's Impervious. She has Flurry Precision Strike. Cutting through Impervious, you know, for one at a time. Uh, Serpent has Super Senses for a long time. She yeah. goes right through his Super Senses. I just, I loved that Sift a lot. She's she's not super effective for her points, the starter set version, but I she, I really liked her dial. She ignores characters, so I would send her in as a tie-up and uh, let Thor do his thing on the outside. If you guys aren't familiar with the tie Thor... He basically has a supercharged version of running shot. He moves half his value, and during that movement, you can make a range combat action, and then finish your movement. So it's
0: like mini hypersonic speed.
1: With it's action. a it's a good mix of running shot and hypersonic. You can if you have that in psychic blast, you can move. You can basically do a short hypersonic and psychic blast during it. So I can pop out from behind something, psychic blast, and then pop back behind. You know, he like doesn't some start sort of coward. He doesn't start with Psychic Blast, um, but he does pick it up a little bit further down the dial. And he w- he paid off really well. Of course, Tier did really well. A lot of those
0: tabat figures are pretty pushed, actually. Like, there's some good ones. They're not yeah. bad at all. Um, um, we I, were talking about the Man of Steel one today, because supposedly the Superman's ridiculous.
1: I like the Zod the best. Um, oh, that Zod is good. I'm looking for him, actually, right now. And there was a team at Gen Con that did decently well with that Zod, now that I think about it. Let me see if he's on the H T Realm units, but... I'm looking for that Zod right now, if anybody knows of anybody who has one. Uh, the Zod Tab App Elite, he's only 80 points, and he, this is why I want him. He can use Mastermind, but only to deal damage to friendly figures with Kryptonian keyword can run the, um, the cheap scientist guys with barrier, yep. and then yeah. barrier him in. Whenever he needs a clear, you just bury him in. Uh, friendly characters with a Kryptonian keyword and a lower point value within six can use Superman Enemy. So you give all those little cheap nah, scientists yeah. outwit too. Yeah, I, I'm looking for him big time. But, uh, yeah, the Tab-Up figures are good. The X-Men set is, they're all excellent. I've talked before about how good the Trinity set is. Yep, they um, all
0: look like kids in Halloween. Costumes. The
1: Thor and the Cap are very good. The Iron Man, eh, he's not bad, but he's not good either. I agree. Well, second round, Drew and I had a god knockdown drag out. Um, basically, I managed to cut down Kyra pretty quick because I didn't want to deal with her trait, given that bonus I am how you're struggling with swearing. Like, I'm it's trying... so
0: damn
3: funny.
1: Did you just say damn? Oh. You just said damn. That was forced. Yeah. I'm going to give you this one. But you forced that damn out. I, yeah, you ain't fooling anybody.
2: I ain't fooling nobody until you're drunk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, where was I? <laughs> oh, Drew and I. I managed to cut down Ka'air pretty quick. And uh, it was it basically turned out to be Thor versus a Scar that was almost dead but on a goddamn good click. It's
2: a really good click. And
1: also a Hulk that was about halfway through his dial, which it, it, on most Hulk pieces is the best place yeah. to be on a Hulk dial. And uh, he had Thor pinned down, and I made a run. I made a breakaway roll, and we ran away. We like danced around each other forever.
2: It was pretty crazy. Uh, we
1: we got to the end. Um, I almost had Hulk killed, and I had Scar down to his last click, and I still had a pretty healthy looking Thor. And then Drew hit a couple of royal time regen rolls, like almost all- you went back to like second click. Yeah, I and was- I was like, well,
2: this is over. <laughs>
1: it hit. Drew beat me. So it looked like Drew was going to take the best build. Um, In my third round, I played a Batman team, which was pretty much tailor built to beat my team, but I ended up barely squeaking out a win. Um, Due to some, I I played it pretty decently, and uh, he missed a couple key roles too uh, that would have helped him a lot.
0: I think uh, Drew's conflict of interest today was the best. He so, almost had
1: to play the guy who submitted his build. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the person that submitted Drew's build is Harry, a, a friend of the podcast and a, and a local player. And um, <laughs> there was one point where it was, it almost looked like you guys were going to have to play each other. And Harry uh, was almost thinking of just not like, like just throwing the just throwing the
2: match. <laughs> You guys didn't end up having to play each other. Harry,
0: Harry came over while you guys were playing and was like, I can't watch them play this. He goes, I can't. He's like,
2: I want to tell him what to do, but I can't. Drew's team was very... The team that Harry built good. It uh, wasn't very Talk good. about
1: it, Drew, because it was pretty dang good.
2: Um, It was pretty good. It was basically... You wanted a map with a lot of, you know, blocking and entering. Because if... I mean, you put the belt on Hulk and you got the bad cow there, so... In my third game against Scott... That was basically my one key advantage. I'd park Hulk in hindering because the map we were playing on was the Bioshock Infinite map, the one with a ton of hindering. There's a little wall of blocking in the back that I had Scar and Kyra and Hulk over there. He was playing um, that Batman that uh, uses you know detonates objects pretty much. Another oh, the um, yeah uh, Harry streets played that one too. And yeah, the Marquee Streets Streets of Gotham Marquee. He's playing the Batman from Streets of Gotham, not the the normal set one, not the chase, but... The leadership perplex. Yeah. yeah. He's playing uh, Huntress. I think it's SOG13, Street- the Batman. Streets of Gotham, Huntress, um, and... Oh, the Batman, uh, Flashpoint Batman from Superman. Oh, cool. Yeah, because that's actually
1: his dad now that I think about yeah. it.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, and he had the belt on the Batman. So, basically, it came down to, I missed a flurry roll, and if I would have hit that flurry roll, I probably would have killed the Batman. And Scott played it really well. He had outwits. So, basically, what I did was I parked Kyara and uh, Scar behind this little blocking wall, and then I put Hulk in front so he couldn't outwit me without going you know all the way around. So, basically, he came to me, and then we just knocked the shit out of
1: each other. The traits for that team oh. come in dang handy. You got the Kyra trait, which yeah. gives you, what, an 18 defense if you're a J... You pick a character at the beginning. What? Or er, Drew
2: dropped a shit.
3: Oh,
1: go ahead. Drew, you talk about the trait. Well, I'll take my okay.
2: third shot. <laughs> <laughs> Drew dropped a shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. Anyway, the trade is you can give someone eighteen defense, but they have to be adjacent to you to actually, you know, have the eighteen defense. So I'd give it to Scar, and he'd park near a wall. And I'd have him come to me. Because the Scar's
1: trait, when he's adjacent to blocking, and gets
2: impervious. Which is pretty stupid, you know. What I mean? And then, um, wasn't there? Oh, and then you have the um, trait from Scar, which gives plus ones to Hulk or Kaya to Hulk and
1: Kaya's attack roll. So you got uh, like synergy left and right with those three.
2: Harry built a really good team, and I had a lot of fun with it. I just, you know, wish I could have done a little better for Harry. You did man you, you I barely I barely had more points than you. Yeah. Um no. We
1: both went two and one, but I think I had maybe like 40 50 more points. And uh and you beat me in our game. Yeah. Austin, how would you do? Horribly. <laughs> I uh the team
0: I picked, uh, of course, I went over it was the Inhumans one. Um first match was against Drew. Uh I won map roll and I was like, "Hey Scott, toss me whatever maps over there." And he tosses me that checkerboard map with the big chunks of blocking everywhere. And my first response is, no, and flip that thing over. And we played on the Thanos Shrine side, and I started down at the bottom of the steps. Drew started up above. Um, moved up. Druid positioned himself, and I was like, man, I got a good chance to Pulse Wave here. I'll fly over with Black Bolt over the blocking, and my Pulse Wave won't hit my own guys. It'll only hit his. No. Because apparently even with like everything involved, like theme team probs whenever I could and all that stuff. He's three team, out team, out team, of all, team. How many times I pulse waved that game I missed every single one for like sixes. And that that black bolt, like, he is not worth his points. The is, scroll black yeah, bolt. Yeah, the scroll black bolt's just way over cost.
1: I played him when we first started playing clicks when we were playing in my garage every week, I played him back then and I was like this piece he's is okay far-ish. on
0: scroll teams. If you have some if you have a good team with I him. I
1: still don't think he's worth his points.
0: He's he starts with a four and running shot pulls away, which is nice. He's over he's overcosted. Yeah, for, and he drops to nine attack and then eight so quickly. For like a
1: what what one forty two, I think he's 130, point I
0: think, or something like that. But uh, Crystal, of course, is one of my favorite pieces. Um, I tried to get some I tried to get some good play out of her today, but she kept getting shut down. I did some good penetrating damage to some of Drew's figures though, and then uh, Ronan Ronan just died. Like every single
1: game, Ronan's great, but the thing about him is he's such a glass jaw. Yeah, because they barely give him any clicks. And we we were talking about this week. uh, Drew or uh, Ricky and Austin were theorizing what the next uh, event could be after after uh, after after Guardians of the the Galaxy being the upcoming set, and they were teasing me saying Realm of Kings because they know I'd be excited about that. And I was talking about I really I really want them to redo Ronan because. The Hammer Thor one's pretty good, and the Fast Forces one is good, but they really haven't captured him perfectly. Like, yeah. they have a really good Black Bolt. They mm-hmm. have a really good Annihilus. Like, they have all my favorite Cosmic Guys dials down, but they haven't nailed Ronan down quite They, they need
0: correctly. to do one of those big, like, world-damning powerful Ronan that just comes down to a world and just, like, slams down his hammer and is
1: well, ready to smack. I would say... Good, um, giving him some decent range. The, the fast forces one is too range based to be Ronan. I don't like how
0: the he ham- doesn't.
1: He doesn't know what he is. The He's a mix of melee and range. Well, that's kind of how he fights, but he needs a lot of CCE in my opinion. Um, the hammer of Thorwin is a little bit more accurate, but he has too much dang end cap. Why give Ronan that much freaking yeah. end cap? I do like the fact that he gets that he buffs crease. They definitely should yeah. keep that in, but. Ronin need I would if I could build one I would have charge exploit. Or maybe not even exploit. Maybe just a high damage. Yeah. I'd like to see him get a maybe like a high damage uh, somewhat low attack like a ten on a expensive figure. I but give him, him lots him. of close combat expert.
0: He's one of those characters I'd like to see with a multi target melee. So he could hit two people with like one big white. Mm, that's, sweep. that's pretty it would be pretty bad. fitting for him. But every time I've played him, like, I've never played Ronan and been like, man, I'm glad I put him on my team. And I hate that feeling because I love Ronan. But he just, every time I've played with my Inhumans, he's come up short. Um, Crystal, of course, as I said, was good. Um, Medusa, I'm torn on Medusa. I feel like in her role as a plus one attack to Black Bolt and everything, she's good. And as a leadership, sometimes she's useful. Um, My problem with her is... She doesn't have enough move and attack to make good use of her abilities. So, at best, she's a good tie-up with the free end cap and the plasticity.
1: And the leadership.
0: Yeah, the leadership's okay. Um, she's like 83 points.
1: If you play her with... Uh, if you play with, like, the... Karnak and stuff, yeah. Yeah, if you play her with the good team with the good Black Bolt, yeah. she's well worth it. I Other used her the... to
0: pop tokens off Ronin Constant. Otherwise,
1: she's not all that exceptional. You're right. Um,
0: Gamma Bomb performed exceptionally. Um, Big surprise. Eh? Against Drew, it killed Hulk off, which was a little ironic. And then uh, we had a my later two games. It was do- it was used to maximum effect. Um, my second my second game, I, I cleared house. Like I got so lucky on my rolls. I mean, like uh, I flurry blades sixes with Medusa on somebody. I freaking pulse wave crit. I did all kinds of crazy stuff constantly. Um, and then my third game, I just got smashed. It's just... I have bad roles, and then Deathstroke and all them don't play games, ever. They they came up there and just shot.
1: Played against uh, Deathstroke, Ravager, and Ravager team. Yep. Um, what teams did we see for the family? I saw... Well, I already mentioned the two Asgardian teams that I saw.
2: A couple Batman. A couple, yeah,
1: there were a couple Batman teams. Um, what, were, what was Paul playing?
2: Um, oh, uh... What's actually
1: now I think about it isn't legal because they weren't they weren't married, but uh, no big deal. Um, trying to think what else team what other teams I saw people running. What was Jim playing?
0: Jim was playing uh, almost the exact team you described that Zach was playing with, uh, except he had the Chaos War Loki on there instead of yeah, oh, Chaos Loki, War, Loki Thor, Serpent, Cole? and uh, I think I think the. Gravity feed Thor zero zero
1: one. Yeah, that gravity feed Thor is legit. Um, let me see. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. Is the target Thor? Or the is that target power. Thor?
1: Let me see uh, the best build. Who submitted the team? So um, I went. Drew and I both went two and one, but I had slightly more points. So the person who submitted my team.
0: I apologize to whoever's team I picked.
1: You pl- you played uh, surfers team because remember I was messing with them. Actually, I was really messing with you on the thread. Oh, like, on the pick and the yeah. Yeah, I was really messing with you, but. Hopefully he didn't uh, think I was being like messing with him. Uh, I'm going to find who submitted this team and they will get six custom action tokens with whatever comics logos they would like put on them. Uh, it's on our Instagram. And that's not it. Um, and I'll contact you and we'll get you your tokens. And while I'm looking this up, We're going to get into some news because there was quite a bit of news this week. There's
0: going to be some serious swearing.
1: And I feel like we say that every week as far as there was quite a bit of news because, man, we've, I mean, we get, it's nice that we get so many spoilers. Yeah, I mean, we have
0: stuff to talk about. We're we're still in business.
1: There's a lot of upcoming sets, too. Um, you got all the CTDs that are coming out and then you you have Invincible Iron Man and plus all the AVX news that's coming out. They handed a bunch
0: of stuff for Deadpool, too. That's pretty
1: sweet. Um The first thing that I want to talk about is uh Mage Knight. Oh, let me announce the winner here while I got it pulled up. So the person that submitted my team, which was uh King's Disciple? Yeah, King's Disciple, that's right. Who is doing the uh the die sale with the breast cancer? Uh King's Disciple submitted my team. Um thank you for participating and I'll contact you and we'll get you your custom poker chips the The other finalists were a Pierce Theory and uh, uh, People Surfer, who also is on our uh, dial design contest. Actually, all three of these guys are on our this. Yep. Harry submit. I don't files? think
0: Harry. I don't know. I don't
1: Harry think does. I don't think Harry's done dial. Or yeah, he, yeah, did, he did kid did pool. pool. Yeah. So all three of these guys also uh, submit to our uh, dial design contest, which we'll be talking about a little later. Uh, anyways, we got the first thing I want to talk about are the. Uh, Mage 9 clicks, and we saw yet another really cool team ability. Yep. Uh, it is the Phoenix Concord team ability, and it's basically a slightly worse version of the Society ATA. Once per turn. Well, it's that, but it's slightly better in a, yeah. in another aspect. Uh, once per turn, when a power or ability of a character using this TA or an adjacent friendly character would be countered, roll a d6. On a result of five to six, the power or ability is not countered. Now, the reason that's worse than the society is because the society is a 50-50 and this is a 33%. Well, not just that. Society
0: is unlimited, isn't it? Or is it only once per turn?
1: Because I think society is- uh, I think society is unlimited. Um, but the other reason that this is good is because it says, or an adjacent friendly character, and it doesn't specify that they have to share a keyword or a team ability yeah. or anything. So you could give it to any good piece that you don't want to be outwitted, you know, have a slightly harder chance to be outwitted. Um, they showed that on this 50-point Altum Sentinel. He has a trait. When a character fails to break away from him, deal that character one damage. Ooh. He also has plasticity full dial. Ooh. He has toughness, and then late dial, he picks up willpower and exploit. And I was saying, paying 50 points to tie up your opponent's 200-point brick... For two or three turns is well worth it in my yeah. opinion.
0: Yeah, I'd run this sucker next to freaking like an Iron Man or someone. Take range pot shots. They couldn't outwit some of my good stuff. I'd have a chance to get rid of some of it. And then when they get in close, you t- you just move them up a few spaces and just keep blasting them. He's awesome.
1: They also uh, spoiled a 150 point Phoenix Concord piece, which is pretty. it Has some really fun traits and abilities too. It's called Wolfhawk. It has a good range of keywords. Amazon keyword. Uh, Warrior, Mage Knight, and Solonari. It has a uh, trait, Beast Bond. At the beginning of your turn, choose one standard power or combat ability possessed by a character on the map with the animal, monster, or mystical keyword. Wolfhawk can use the chosen power or ability until your next turn. So it could even take... Well, it already has endom. It could take flight, uh, duo attack, any of the sizes... It could take in, And then it could take any power that animals or monsters have. And it has... Well, unfortunately, it doesn't have any of those keywords. It doesn't so you,
0: move and attack either, though. Awesome.
1: True. So you could take a uh, running shot or... Actually, you'd rather take charge with this thing because it has a lot of blades. And a lot of flurry. A decent amount of flurry and super senses and shape change as well. It, it also picks up a special damage power. It can use perplex when she is not adjacent to a friendly character and she uses perplex... She can modify an opposing character's combat value by negative two. So, if she's. It's because she has Phoenix Concord.
0: So, if she's not near a friendly character to use Phoenix Concord on him, because that's the only thing I see on her dial that would help a nearby friendly character. So, it kind of like makes you want to keep her away from them at least a little bit.
1: She also has an epic action. She can use. Uh, give her an epic action. Wolfhawk can use Incapacitate as a free action once for each 150 points of the game's build total as if she had a range of 8 that's not bad uh, that's pretty good actually
0: uh, drop drop. Okay, we, we've talked about how often the book goes good with this drop her a hammer give her a moving attack plus 2 attack puts her at 12 give her her epic action freaking nail a bunch of enemy figures give her the epic action next turn nail a bunch of enemy figures you, they have to clear you have to clear and you rinse and repeat She's freaking ridiculous.
1: Very happy with all of these Mage Knight figures so far. The the sculpts are great. And we've got, what, like ten days before the
2: set comes out? That and Lord of the Rings on the same day? Ten Mm. days before Mm. Mm. Drew Mm. just starts swimming in Mage Knight clicks. I'm going to have so much.
1: Speaking of Lord of the Rings, we got two very cute boys here. Oh, yes, we do. And one of which I'm extremely excited for. Are you sure they're boys? Yes, they are boys. Just because they have nice, long, luscious locks like I do does not mean they're not boys. Awesome. <laughs> uh, they're both elves.
0: Well, I've got a lot of things to rethink about my life. The
1: first one is a generic elf. It's Galadrim, Elven Soldier. He is only 32 points for four clicks. Elf, soldier keywords? He has a range... Yeah, Elf and Soldier keywords. He has range combat expert on his first two clicks with a special defense power. Uh, he can use energy shield... When he is targeted with the close combat attack and he is adjacent to a friendly character with the shield keyword, he gets plus one defense. So, uh, six range and, like I said, six range RCE, nine on attack. So, not that amazing of uh, stats. Oh. However, he's only 32 points.
0: Yeah, but with energy shield, that, that puts him up at a 17 for range. It isn't well, too bad.
1: it's going to put him up higher than that, and I'll show you why. Oh, yeah. Halder has a 17 defend. The same keywords, and he has enhancement for those those little 32-point elves. So now those 32-point elves now become 19 defense 32-point elves with enhancement for an extra damage and a special uh, epic action. Halder, once per game, gets give him an epic action. Choose up to one friendly character per 200 points of the game's bill total. During your turn, you may give each chosen character a power action. And they may each make two ranged combat attacks as free actions. If Halder is a chosen character, so basically you can choose him for the trade as well, or for the epic action as well, his power action may be given as a free action.
0: So you can take two shots. So he can shots. do it. it. basically
1: lets him do it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And see what's great about that is his enhancement gets double the effectiveness then. Because two shots with enhancement is better than freaking One heavy shot with an
1: ant. He also has a special attack power which further buffs your little 32 point elves. Oh my god. Damage dealt by ranged combat attacks made by friendly characters adjacent to Halder. Can't be reduced to less than one. my huh. gosh, Hunter, cute. does
0: that have a keyword restriction of some sort? No, it does not. Because, you know, this is a good 60-point support piece, period, for ranged pieces, it looks
1: like.
2: Well, would you put them with an Iron Man and then run around shooting at things? Is that what you do? Yes. No. <laughs> In
1: a heartbeat. You're only allowed to play with elves, god dang it.
2: Well, apparently you can bring in some soldier from Mage Knight to run around with that. I cannot <laughs> I'm wait to get
1: my hands on this guy and about six or seven of those little archers. I'm sure you can. If anybody... Shut up. If anybody <laughs> wants uh, to get rid of some uh, Galadriel elfin soldiers, hit me up. I'll buy it for you. Know you to. Uh, anybody want to talk about Black Mask, Doug, or Black Mask from the Arkham Origin set? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Silence. <laughs> Fine. I, I'm
0: not... These guys are ridiculous. They're pretty good. <laughs> well, not, the, not the thugs, the black mask. The,
1: see, okay, so I've had a lot of Twitter conversations with people who are, like, super excited about the black mask. He's not that goddamn good. Well, see, my problem with a lot of the artists He's not bad, but he's my, not that
0: good. It's his attack power, but we'll get to that when Meh. we get to it.
1: Meh. Listen to this word. Meh. Meh. Just, I don't... Just read, read the thug. All right, right let's, we'll all right, let's talk about the thug. 40 points... Uh, running shot and energy explosion with 5 range and 1 bolt, 9 attack, 2 damage. So not uh, not that devastating of an energy explosion. Uh, a defense power, minion power. When a friendly character named Black Mask is within 8 squares, Black Mask can use shape change. Okay, that's, that's cool. Um, and he picks up enhancement, late dial, and then he has RCE. Another he picks one up second click. Yeah, second and third click, and then RC fourth and fifth.
0: Here's the reason I like him though as a forty point figure. Well, he does have Batman enemy. Ba- Batman yes. enemy on a minion is they they don't really do that too often. Usually they give him uh, underworld.
1: The other false facers have it. Oh, really? The Sog. Here's my thing. And looking at we're, we're going to talk about, Black Mask. The Black Mask from this set is far better than the Sog Black Mask. However, I like the false facer, the other false facers from Sog better yeah. than these guys.
0: Agreed. I like forty point enhancers with. Uh, the black mask
1: you? is 100 points He has no indom. He has stealth um, Most of his dial And he has a special attack power That everybody's getting a little excited about Give black mask a power action And all adjacent friendly characters That have the assassin keyword Or share a keyword with him Which he has Gotham City Underworld And Arkham Asylum May immediately Be given a move action as a free action
3: Okay,
0: now here's what I like about this, though. Because he's Arkham Asylum and Gotham City Underworld. The figures that I like from those keywords typically are figures like Killer Croc or a lot of the Jokers where they don't have move and attack. And they usually have, like, flurry or blades or something like that. So this allows you to move them into position a lot easier ahead of time and just freaking flurry-blade somebody right out the gate.
1: His whole dial he has outwit, and he has either outwit or perplex. He has Reflexes or Mastermind on pretty much all of it. And then Late Dial, he picks up Toughness, Willpower, um, and an Antelope Poison. Like I said, I don't. I definitely like it, and I definitely want it, and I'll definitely play it. But people on Twitter and Facebook have been messaging me, and they're a little bit <laughs> too excited about this thing. I it's not that good. I don't good. think he's broken. I think he's good. I, don't think he's Let's just, I wouldn't just... even get excited about him. He's 100 points. Yep. just to get like oh, That's, run him and Deathstroke together. No. That's two hundred and fifty points, or actually, Death Deathshot is one hundred fifty. Deathstroke's two hundred, right? Yeah, I would run yeah. him with Deathstroke or somebody. That like is, that. they're like you give him a free move. You're gonna pay a hundred points just to move that Deathstroke eight. Just twi- go
2: play GCPD and get it for like thirty <laughs> less points. I
1: would,
0: I would, if I was gonna run him, I'd run him with a lot of smaller, like fifty to seventy point pieces. And get the most use out of the fact that when you trigger that, it's all at once. Well, people are
1: thinking that this is, um, basically, they're, when they read this, they're like, ooh, Lieutenant Gordon, but with the assassins. It's not near as good as it Lieutenant isn't. Gordon. Here's a couple reasons why. There's my, a, there's Black Mask car. does not get to move as well. Yeah. Oh, true. And Lieutenant Gordon does. B,
2: the ATA.
1: Lieutenant Gordon has about five more keywords to choose from than Black Mask has on his yep. ability, and C. Lieutenant Gordon is thirty-three points cheaper and a better <laughs> dial for the points than this guy is. Yep. Does
0: Lieutenant Gordon have a endo?
1: He has willpower. Okay. Pretty much the whole dial, and then he gets toughness. He's not. I like well, him. The sculpt's cool. He's good. His, I'm his gonna use it. Been,
0: I like him better than the SOG one, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, the okay. SOG one is crap for its points. Yeah. Uh, but I personally, I like the False Facer SOGs. But you guys can look at those, uh, each version, and see what kind of combo you'd like to run with them. Um, these guys are way better than I thought they were going to be. Yeah. In um, fact, I would run this thing with uh, like Infinity Gauntlet by itself at 300 points and have a decent... Probably have a decent. I think you chance should tell it. the nice people what you're talking about, Hunter. We're talking about absorbing Man and Titania from Invincible Iron Man.
0: Now, see what what I was going to say about these people that I or about them that I really like. This gives us kind of a feel of how many points Absorbing Man's going to be. Because if you take the Titania from Fear itself and subtract it, at most Absorbing Man's going to be 140 ish. So that's we're kind of looking at like an Absorbing Man between 120 to 140. And in that's Iron Man. where I would put him, anyways. Yeah. About 140. And that's that's pretty sweet, though. Um, uh, Absorbing Meta Titania, for starters, have way too many keywords. They have a Brute, Femazon, Frightful Four. Well, I guess they're a bunch of keywords that aren't really used too often. Lethal Legion, Masters of Evil, and Wrecking Crew. Um, they have improved movement. They ignore hindering and characters. They have a special trait called Wreckage. When they KO an opposing character, they roll a d6. On a 3 to 4, you place a light object in that character square. On a 5 to 6, you place a heavy. <laughs> So, hey, I'm just going to pop and beat the crap out of one guy and then instantly roll, get a heavy object, and go blast somebody else. Um, they have another trait called Strongest Couple They There Is. Um, both, they get plasticity and super strength. They may pick up and hold a, two standard objects at the same time. My god. And they may choose zero, one, or two objects during each close combat attack. They That's
1: make. sick because if, okay, most of the time you have a heavy object... You only need to hit somebody for two or three and to kill them, and you're already dealing that. You don't want to waste your object. They have the option to keep that object, to not use it during the attack, yeah. and here's, then use it against somebody else. Here's the reason better. I like it, though. Um, normally,
0: if you pick up two heavy objects and you use both at once, it's a waste. You lose one bonus off of it, right? Because the combat modifiers for damage would be plus four then. If you take a heavy and a light, which is usually what's out there on the field next to each other somewhere, you usually... Um, You can pick up a heavy and a light, get your plus three damage on your swing, or you could choose to to pick up two heavies and during duo attacks smack with one and then on the other one smack with the other. Mm -hmm. They're they're just an awesome piece. I really like them. Um, They have a special attack ability. Give them a free action and they can place a standard object on the map in an adjacent square.
1: Hey, they're just smacking the piss every turn (laughs) all game long. Hey, Hunter, what?
0: Smacking the piss out of people
1: Piss like. is not a cuss piss word Piss is Don't a cuss give word give me that shit Nope Oh, mother
2: <laughs> Oh, I love this podcast
1: <laughs> I'm only drinking for shit I'm not drinking for piss <laughs>
2: <laughs> Does that count as another one? No, no. it doesn't Shut the hell because up Because piss is not a cuss word Okay They have a special damage power They can use Blades, claws, <laughs> things
0: and Close Combat Expert when they use the duo attack ability, they may use one of these powers during the first and the oh, other during the second. Gee, bus Christ. Um, now, something really cool about this figure, it's 250 points, they have Masters of Evil, of course, I forgot to note that. Um, they have uh, an ATA written on the card. Um that's a good ATA. Which is the Wrecking Crew ATA. A character using this team ability can use improved movement, ignores hindering. When a character using this team ability uses charge, to get plus one attack, and it costs two points. Wow. I like the fact they're including ATAs on cards like this because it kind of gives new players like some some kind of feel for ATAs and how they work. It also allows them to release new ATAs like this where they don't have to do like right, a mass position. release of some sort.
1: Um, I know we always say on this podcast like a piece is good for this resource or whatever. Like we say that with every fig because resource can make yeah, anything yeah. better. This is one of and I'm professing that because I'm gonna say this, but I actually really mean it. This is one of the better gauntlet targets that I've ever seen. Which we haven't had too many good gauntlet targets Here's a few reasons why. It plus the full gauntlet is 300 points. Go ahead and throw the... Or 290. Go ahead and throw the ATA on it for two more points. Oh,
0: you can't throw a tank for a gauntlet.
1: Um, Because you're getting Steel Energy. Yep. And Masters of Evil. Yep. So every turn... They can keep attacking, and as long as they deal damage, they're going to heal that click back, yep. and they're going to be further, faster spinning their gauntlet. So every turn, they're going to be smacking people and constantly dropping objects that you're not going to be able to outwit their impervious or their invincible, so you're always going to get to you know have to make your opponent deal with yep. that I think it's one of the better Infinity Gauntlet, or at least one of the more fun Infinity Gauntlet targets that we've seen in a while. Yeah,
0: it definitely uh, is. And, like, it's been kind of funny because recently we've been really on the belt and the book, of course. But it, it's not too often a piece comes up that we say, I think the Infinity Gauntlet would go better on this than the belt or the book. So, I mean, like, I fully agree. Like, I throw a book off. I want to do that now. I want to
1: throw a gauntlet on this figure and go play it. Yeah, when it comes out, I'm definitely going to try it at 300 point just for fun. It
0: reminds me of uh, the Nightwing Batgirl duo when that came out, and we were like, we're throwing throwing a gauntlet on that, and we're just going to go to town.
1: So, Invincible Iron Man set looking pretty good so far. I was going
0: to say, all the spoilers so far have been amazing.
1: Uh, we got a, the dial for the Cyclops from oh, the X-Men team base.
2: <laughs> it's pretty dang good. Why don't you tell us about it, Drew? Okay, this Cyclops is ridiculous. <laughs> he's, a, he's got two options, 150 and 100. He's got endom 8 range, and sharpshooter, which is, for 100 points you're already getting value. His top dial on 150 starts with a 9 running shot, 11 precision strike, 17 energy shield, and a special uh, damage ability. He can use leadership and outwit when he uses leadership and adjacent characters with a shared keyword are considered to have a lower point value. So so he can clear tokens off the team base if you if pop, pop them off. off. And he has one of the most expensive keywords, the ruler. So yeah. he can clear. And, and uh,
1: his little improved targeting is pretty good reason.
2: So he has outwit. But he, he has 8 range, outwit, and uh, he can see through... That uh, way it won't
0: work like that. It only works it, on attacks, I think. Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure improved targeting states... So it still. has
1: improved targeting, ignores blocking, and opposing characters. It
0: destroys blocking, and um, I don't think that's opposing characters. I think that's... His tar. His line of fire includes a line. If well, everyone. that's
1: the this symbol is usually what they use for flyers when they move in. Means it ignores and characters. Uh, ignores opposing characters. So basically, I think it means. Well, I guess we can check. But he may get to see past his friendly characters um, do as we well. PSC
0: around here somewhere, it will
1: be in that backpack. So while uh, Austin's looking that symbol up, Woo! um, you already talked about his leadership and his outwit. Top yeah. dial for 150. He's doing four damage uh, with precision strike. Yep, um, his uh, asset dial is pretty good.
2: Yeah, he can uh, use leadership when they do, and the result is a six. Remove an action token from them.
1: <laughs> so nuts. Uh, another team base that has that is the um, the two by two Teen Titans. Yeah, now, see me and, and Ricky, I managed to hit that a couple times, and it was very good.
0: Me and Ricky had a talk about this Cyclops because we were talking about how in AVX we figure they're going to mirror the team bases a little bit. Where the cap will probably be a lot like the Cyclops, and one of the things I particularly like about him is he has a he, he has a 150 to 100 point for leadership, and those are good two really good targets for a leadership character in the first place. Not counting the fact he can do it for keywords. I mean, like if I want a leader on my party, I don't want a freaking or on my team, I don't want like a 90 point figure. Right. I want an exact 100 or exact 150 for my big character.
1: He gets another good. Uh If you start him at 100 points, he starts with a special movement power that's pretty good. It's Force Blast and Running Shot. And when he uses Running Shot after actions resolve, he can use Force Blast as a free action. The reason that's good is uh, he has Sharpshooter with that. So you could run in, base somebody, shoot them, and then roll your D6 if you need to roll it a lot. Like if you want to try to roll a 6 and maybe knock them off of Elevated or something whereas your normal damage isn't going to be enough to cut it, you could do that and then roll your D6, try to get lucky, and knock them back off of something.
0: Okay, so his his improved targeting means that when he makes attacks, he blows up blocking. When he normally does it, he won't. But the little through circle means that uh, he can shoot while adjacent to enemies. Or he can shoot non-adjacents.
1: Okay, make a ranged combat attack while adjacent to an opposing character. So basically he does what people, what new players always think Sharpshooter lets them do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, while he's based, he can shoot other opposing characters like a uh, Colossal can do, which is pretty goddamn good too. Yeah. And, uh, With Sharpshooter, you're like, I'm just going to shoot through the guy in front of me. I was talking to somebody, I can't remember who it was, a couple weeks ago, and I was saying how the, that Hawkeye should have that power. Yeah. Because when Hawkeye's fighting, he's always like, you know, defending himself and then, boom, popping somebody, yeah. like, f- helping Cap out or something. I think we'll I mean? definitely like, see
0: a Hawkeye with that.
1: It would be cool to see, that, yeah. So this this figure's pretty good, and people are pretty excited about it, for good reason.
0: I mean, that, that's a solid... People have been asking for a good, like, high-point Cyclops that really locks in his abilities as a leader and stuff, and this really does... It's it.
2: actually a perfect Cyclops. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, honestly,
0: in. I don't think we're going to get much better than that in, like, the perfect idea of what Cyclops would be for a leader role.
1: There's another invincible Iron Man spoiler. It's actually from the Gravity feed, and and you were asking last week. I wonder what uh, uh, generics there will be in the set. Here's a generic right here. Dreadnoughts. They have tons of keywords: aim, enforcer, Hydra, Matt. Magi, Mandarins, uh, Mandarins minions, Mandarins minions, and robot. All oh, that new robot, robot ATA. Yeah, seventy-five points with the Hydra TA. A Hydra TA and uh, 30 giant 30, 30. size. Yep, pinch. and uh, invent and uh, Indom. Pinsai, 75 point,
0: giant size, hyd- Hydra Giant. I mean, like, that alone is ridiculous. Throw in Hydra Giant with pin Pinsai, and that's just stupid.
1: They start off charge uh, super strength, and then second and third click they have running shot with energy explosion, two bolts, and poison. So they're pretty dang they're, good. They're
0: fun 75 points. Pretty dang good.
1: Um, not exceptional, but definitely fun yeah. for generic pieces. And it's always good to have more robot fighters. I'd like to
0: have them in a large... They To me, they'd be better in like a really high-point game.
1: Um, Austin brought this up this week. The Deadpool Fast Forces is confirmed to be the actual the Thunderbolts.
0: The, the Ross' Thunderbolts from the current run. Right.
1: Red Hulk, Deadpool, Punisher, Electra, Venom, Mercy. and Mercy. Which is, it's weird to see them do Mercy instead yeah. of Red Leader. I figured it would be Red Leader.
0: I was hoping it would be Red Leader. But then again, he doesn't really have that many powers well, right now.
1: I like Mercy, like, we've talked about that series before. It's not that great. The story is decent, but the arch crap... Um, I did like the issue with just uh, them messing, like, right after they had Mercy on their ship and Mm -hmm. they, like, capture her. I liked, she's a pretty interesting character. I want to know more about her. So, hopefully, this, the fact that they're putting her in this Fast Forces means that in the comic, they'll kind of flesh her out more and show more information about her because she is pretty cool. My man, Puck. Puck. We've already talked about. You don't mess with, well, you don't F with Puck.
2: Oh, this is a silly guy. (laughs) My his name's Puck. He don't give a... He, he has
1: a, uh forty points. Jeez, he's so good for forty points. It's just
2: ridiculous. <laughs> it's
1: so ridiculous how good he is for forty points. He top dial. He's a charge with 6, six ten attack and two exploit with sixteen <laughs> plus reflexes. That alone is worth forty points. He's, and in he's end-off. gone end-off. <laughs> He has in pick. He alternates charge and flurry for a few in, clicks. Ignores hindering on movement. He has a exploit for half of his clicks. He's a good piece for forty. Soldier points. keyword. I also, love puck in the yeah, comics. He cracks oh me gosh. up.
0: Me and Harry were talking because we really hope that the main set puck is a uh, is throwable like an object. Because oh, that would goodness. totally make my name. oh my gosh. Just like let let someone pick him up and toss him across the map at somebody. That'd be
1: great. Uh, we also got some photos, some uh, pictures of the sculpts of the Yu-Gi-Oh set, which they finally went into production, and they look amazing, phenomenal. We've already talked about on the podcast how good they've done with the Yu-Gi-Oh yeah, with, with the, the uh, models.
0: We hadn't like we hadn't seen the actual. These are actually
1: sculpts. not the. Um, what am I trying to think of? Like these are the actual prototypes. Yeah, prototypes. These are the actual dial, like the actual figures. They're
0: painted up. They look really good. Like. I was excited for this set, like, from the nostalgia of, like, a kid who used to play Yu-Gi-Oh. But, like, seeing these sculpts is awesome. I really can't wait to see what the rest of them look like, especially what the chases are. Giant yeah.
1: looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I will link these on the webs- on the podcast if you guys want to check them out for yourselves. Uh, we, got so- we got an idea of what the prices will be for the Deadpool set and the distribution on the and rarity. Some, and, and some hints at
0: some other stuff showing yeah, up in there.
1: It's pretty dang weird to me. Uh, single figure two ninety nine foil packs will consist of friends and foes of Deadpool, um, including Domino, Daredevil, and the Secret Empire. The booster packs twelve ninety nine. First of all, that's a what a that's dollar a fi- more? That's a fifty cent jump. Okay. MSRP is twelve fifty right now. We'll have more than eighty all new figures, including the Marvel Hero Clicks fan vote winner, teleporting mutant Blink the rarity breakdown is 19 commons plus one prime 19 uncommon plus uh-huh. one prime 19 rare plus one prime 15 super rares. What? that's gotta be wrong
2: that's what? like
0: the Wolverine had a lot it? No, if it, it wasn't no 15, 15 I'll count them but it damn sure it was like oh nine. god dang
1: it just freaking cussed again It dang sure it wasn't 15 uh Drew count them while I take my shot
2: oh you gotta put it on there Let's see. There definitely was not 15. Hold on. It starts at Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. There's 12. There's
1: 11, right? 12. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, you're right. 12. Man, it doesn't seem like there really was that many... So, how much should we say in Deadpool? 15. Fifteen.
0: So, they got three more uh, SRs. I find it weird that they have the same number of end commons as commons, though. Yeah, yeah. That's
1: what, that kind of threw me off, too. There's only four chases. Sub-themes... Uh, See, I'm just wondering if they dropped the chases down, or if, it's, since they have so few chases, instead they just did more super rares. Maybe, but I don't like that many hard-to-get figures. It's going to be expensive to collect the thing.
0: I, I talked to somebody about that today, because, like, I kind of do like there being more rare figures, because it makes trading easier. Because right now, if I go to trade with someone, chances are they pretty much have everything from the set from just buying like a brick or two, and it's
2: it's nice to have a little more rarity distribution. Well, I mean, Superman had four chases, and all those chases are pretty easy to get if you look. Yeah, at Yeah, but like the, that. that's way down the
0: line, and that was an overprinted set. But I, I, the reason I find this breakdown weird is because it almost fits a super booster set breakdown.
3: I mean, it you does know. have primes, but.
0: But I mean, like just the way it's set up, and I was talking to I was talking to Harry about that day because we joked about it last podcast. Like they could do Marvel vehicles with Deadpool, but with only four chases, a chase every other brick would fit that, and then they could do super boosters.
1: I don't know. I guess what you know what though. Wait, I well, feel like if there were super boosters in it, they would have said it in this.
0: They didn't with Wolverine till way into the announcements. Hmm. Are you sure?
1: Yeah. I guess we'll see, but uh, uh, another interesting note, they did say that Daredevil will be confirmed. And, yeah, I'm very happy with another Dare- Can't Daredevil. Can't wait for a new Daredevil. I
0: remember one of our very first games of Clicks, Drew had a Daredevil that every time
1: he would use Super Senses would deal damage to Oh him. yeah, it was the common Hulk one. <laughs> yeah. That was the most
0: frustrating piece of crap Daredevil I've ever had to face in my life, because Drew would hit every single Super Senses rule.
1: Uh, so one big, big uh, oh, god. important god. news. Well, not really news, just kind of a spoiler that got spoiled. Is the, the final pieces for the month six of Fear itself,
0: and they're gonna be
1: they're re- god dang ridiculous. Okay, first of all, both or, the hammers just, are
0: just swear. Just no, it out of your screen, I just it. swear it
1: a minute ago. I said shit. First of all, <laughs> two, there's two hammers, both of which. Are stupidly good for their points. Retardedly good. Null's Hammer gives you running shot and willpower. Are you ca- Three points for willpower? I'm talking about And plus two attack and running shot. <laughs> yeah. Really?
3: Yeah.
1: That's a good idea. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's. So now if you think about it, kids, you thought it was already pretty dang cheap to pay 10 points and get the utility belt and give yourself willpower. Now you can pay nine points for a book and a three-point hammer, and not only do you get willpower for those nine points, you get plus two attack and running shot. Really? We be, needed that. You had
0: to be five squares out at least.
1: Oh, excuse! Oh, me. Oh darn! It slowed me down one turn to get plus two attack for the rest of the hey, game. In the current meta game, where games last two and turns. Running shot. <laughs> Anger's hammer. Now, Anger's is the one I find absolutely I figured they would give it. Power. I thought they would give it charge and steel energy. Because given it toughness, I was like, they won't give it toughness. That's too much. Yeah. No, oh, you well, get nice. charge regen steel <laughs> energy and toughness. I
0: remember on podcast we talked about this. I said, look at their Jesus traits. Uh, I said, look uh, at their traits, and you'll get an idea for what the hammers will be. And we saw regen steel energy, or we saw region, steel energy. I was like, oh, gosh, they're going to make a hammer that's regen steel energy. And then we go and check that out, and all of a sudden they had charge and toughness on this, oh, too.
2: Oh,
1: it's so weird. Just d- regen steel energy is stupid. Well, I will say one thing. I'm glad they waited until now to get yeah. those hammers. I'm glad we haven't had to deal with these hammers the entire time of Beardzo.
0: Yeah, I'm glad we didn't have to deal with freaking Dracula having regen his whole dial. Or- the null
1: got spoiled. Uh, the, this is the null that will be for the Mighty Worthy prizes, and I actually like him a lot.
0: Yeah, he's pretty cool. Uh,
1: he's a uh, 215 points, what is that, nine clicks, nine click long dial. He has no movement attack at all. However, he has a kind of a better. Sidestep. He has a trait. Give him a free action. Move him up to three squares, breaking away automatically. He has flurry for the first six clicks of his dial. So I actually, I don't know if I prefer it, but it's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Being able to auto-break away (laughs) and uh, sidestep for free, and And you can do that even when you clear, he'll be able to do that.
2: You know what would make him good? A hammer that gives you charge regen, steel energy, and toughness. That would uh, get... While you're at it, just drop him running shot and willpower. (laughs) Yeah,
1: right. I mean...
0: Why would you want to do that? You already
1: got in, <laughs> uh, He has a special attack power: poison and super strength. When he destroys a square of blocking terrain with an attack, deal one unavoidable damage to each opposing character adjacent to that square. See,
0: and I like stuff like that because, particularly, it helps you stop lockdowns where an enemy like is really like has their defense perped up and stuff, and you just can't break it. Or
1: if they barrier themselves in, because yeah. it just says blocking terrain, so yeah. you could charge. Bust the barrier and make them take damage. Yeah, I like that. I mean, he's a cool piece. It's flavorful. It's um, cool.
0: You can TK giants, right?
1: No. Okay. Dang. No, only uh, standard size characters. See, I wasn't sure about that. Oh. Actually, I think with 2013 they updated it to let you TK tinies. Let me double check. That. Yeah, they did. Do, 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 do Yes, they added tinies. It it wasn't on 2012. So I he's 215 points. He's a little expensive, but I I kind of like his dial. Yeah. Now, the serpent... This has me so excited. We won't get him. into super detail because it's pretty goddamn confusing. I mean, it, it's not, there's a lot of steps okay. to talk about on the podcast, but we can overall to, give an to, idea.
0: To summarize how he works, you have a fear dial on his thing, and as you deal damage... At the beginning of the game, you roll, and you turn it so many times to start it, but uh, it's basically just numbers, 1 through 12, and as the game progresses and you deal damage, you click up, and he gets stronger. But he also gets power actions as free actions based on the click of the fear dial. And combat modifiers. So he gets really, And his range is based on the fear dial and stuff like that. It's a really cool mechanic, and there's a lot of powers that are based on what click it's on and stuff like that. Um, I like him because he's got that boss fight mechanic we've talked about before with Colossals. Like Zero and the Tester has a little bit and some of the other ones. Where it feels like you're, I don't want to say racing against the clock, but you you feel like you're in a major epic encounter, as opposed to, like, I don't know, like, Giganto to a point feels like just a big character. Yeah. He is just a big character. Yeah, he's just a big character. He's not that expensive, though. Yeah. Um, But I I like this figure. I mean, it's, the powers, of course, are what you expect on a Colossal. I mean, I'm not even going to go over them all, because they're pretty straightforward. He lacks move and attack, though, which is something to point out. Um, he has charge a little bit and some running shot here and there, but for the most part, he's just phasing teleport. But since he can get free actions from the fear dial. Um, he, he's a cool piece. Um, I'm sure Hunter will post it um, for you guys to go check it out.
2: Yeah,
1: I'll link it in the description. Um,
0: I highly suggest you guys go check it out. It's a cool. It's really cool. The one thing to note that's hilarious, though, everyone keeps getting mighty and worthy, worthy mixed up when we're talking all the time. And it looks like someone who works at WizKids also did because the serpent has the mighty keyword instead of the
1: worthy keyword. That's got to be a misprint. It's it's a misprint. That'll get fixed.
2: Oh my gosh. Don't get me started (laughs) on Keywords. Force that. shot. Oh, he didn't get any. (laughs) I don't think that was a misprint though.
0: Shut the hell up. Uh, Drew,
2: (laughs) that's not a curse word. You said hell. That's not a curse word. He said it
0: with one L. I'm taking a shot. (laughs) I think you just want (laughs) to take a shot. (laughs)
2: <laughs> He's just wanting to take a shot now,
0: but yeah, like I said, this is—it's a boss fight colossal. It's going to be a fun one. I—I um, I can't remember. Go up to the fear dial. Does it turn when he does the damage, or does it turn when it begins at one the beginning of the turn? Roll a d6 and click it that to the right half the result. When an opposing character takes damage from the serpent, okay.
1: Because I was gonna, I was wondering if it'd be You good turn it once to the right every time somebody takes damage from, from him.
2: yeah. If he takes damage, once, you turn Yeah,
1: you roll a d6, and he has a 50% chance to turn it to the left if he takes
0: damage. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, it stays the same if he changes dials, though. See, the thing that's kind of cool about him is you pay for all the
1: dials, and you pick the order you want to play the dials in. Do you get to pick them? Yeah. That's cool, because most Colossals, you have to play it in a um, certain way. If I
0: recall, it says that you can... Uh, you can pick which dial comes next.
1: No, there it is. Each dial is played in sequence from highest point to lowest. Okay, never mind. So it's like a typical colossal. You have to go six, five, two. It's it's, it's pretty cool. cool. Pri- it's a cool prize colossal. Now it does have move and attack if you play full points there. Oh, I didn't even notice that. If you played him for two, if you played him for thirteen hundred points.
0: Oh dear God, is that a seven damage?
1: He has <laughs> he has a ten running shot, thirteen pulse wave with nine range. Uh, So 5 range on a Pulse Wave. Uh, 19 Impervious, Power Cosmic, and 7 Damage Shape Change.
0: Let's go over some of his special powers, because some of these are pretty cool, actually. Um, His trade is, raise the buildings, cover the ocean at 600 points. Um, At the beginning of the game, choose one uh, contiguous area of elevated terrain, if any. That terrain is now Elevation 2, and all elevated terrain is Grounded, Hindering Terrain
1: instead. So,
2: what the hell? you could just equal out
0: a whole area to level two terrain.
1: I guess I don't know. I guess you would take the uh, the hindering markers and just place them again. And all across other all the
0: elevated north. terrain. I'm wondering if there's anything because like it says cover the oceans. Is there any part of that that makes it where it's not water? That no, because elevation.
1: it says it's elevated. So, and all other
0: that terrain is now elevation two, and all other elevated terrain is grounded hindering. Huh. Oh well. Um, he has an attack <laughs> power called Lightning Breath. Get you know, away.
1: I love when WizKids make stupid powers like this, so uh, it makes it even harder to rule as a judge. That's freaking. <laughs> like, that makes <made laughs> brilliant. brilliant stupid. God dang it, motherfreak. <laughs> You're waiting for me to cuss. I know. I know, that's why I'm doing. sitting here. Upstairs. I'm
2: staring. I'm legit. He's le- too legit. I a single time. His attack power is Lightning Breath. Um,
0: It's draw a beam line, basically, and shoot through it and hit anyone adjacent. Each hit character dealt three damage. Ooh. Um, his damage powers draw in my power. Now, I like this one. When this power is first revealed, put a number of tokens on this card equal to fear. As a free action, remove any number of them to modify any of his combat values by that amount until your next turn. So, like, you could take off three tokens, choose damage, and then modify his damage. And it's kind of cool because then you just kind of, like, expend... Well, I don't say expend your fear, but when you hit that point... I like how they
1: say this power can't be countered and he has Power Cosmic anyways. That's a little redundant. That's true. But, you know, whatever. You know what this guy could use? I guess if you're Adam Warlock and you took away his Power Cosmic, then you'd have to also... Yeah, then his
0: his other ones are pretty simple. His 500 point has a... uh, has a trait, he can use Quake. Once during your turn, he can use it as a free action, which is always cool on a Colossal. I mean, if once again adds to the Especially boss when you
1: have Psychic Blast, you can you can Quake them away from you and then Psychic yeah. Blast them. Because you can range to, as a Colossal while you're based, but you can't shoot the people that are basing you. So yeah. that would let him shoot the people that are basing him if he can Quake them away. Uh, uh, I'm going to post these on the the podcast. I'm going to go over all the other dials. Cause we've talked about this stuff for a long time. So that's... Tons of news. Is there any other part of the cert This that we no. This is all for the month six kit. Um, We're going to be talking about the Phoenix too.
0: Yeah, I will note um, for those because this has come up a lot in of discussion. Last month there is not an le prize for the month. Instead, you get two hammers as participation, right. and then the main prize, of course, is the serpent or.
1: And then the oh. null for the yeah. factions. Two.
0: That, that's come up a lot at events. Two extremely Now, broken some
1: events stupid. will give away the null as the month six winners. I know that CBU did that last year. They gave away the penguins as the Oh
0: yeah, that's right, they did.
1: So I guess it really depends, it depends, on, your, depends on how you're judging. Ask to deal ask about. your judges as far as how they're gonna do prizes on that. Uh our just the tip this week is It's kind of a simple one, but it's one that actually even even I catch myself messing up sometimes. And to put it, it's it's kind of hard to put it in words. But if I had to put it into a sentence, it would be screw it. Just because you have the opportunity to do something doesn't mean it's the best option for you at the time. And I'll give you
0: it's be conservative, pretty much.
1: Well, no, here's what I mean by this. I'll give you an example. Let's say you and I only have one piece left each, and I have charge exploit and three damage. and I that's pretty dang good combo, but I also have six range. and you do not have any movement attack at all, and you have zero range. Should I move in and exploit you and try to hit you for three, or should I try to shoot you for one?
3: Yeah.
1: I should
2: shoot you for yeah. one.
1: But when you look at that charge exploit, you get all excited in the pants. And you're like, oh boy, I'm on a charge exploit. When really, your best option is to make them take extra actions to move in on you. Because you have the advantage. You can do do damage and they can't do jack crap about it. And you can make them take extra actions to move in on you. And then you'll get to exploit them when they move in on you. You need to... This is one of those things that we've brought up several times. Constantly be evaluating the game as you're playing because things will change from turn to turn from matchup between your character and their character to the next opponent. And for a future
0: future Just the Tip, and we'll get more depth, don't play in the now. Play in the next turn. It's just like chess in that regard. And that's a big part of this. And we've talked about this before a little bit with hypersonic characters, just because you can hypersonic in and blast somebody for five or six. Just because times, you can
1: reach them on this turn doesn't mean you should. Yeah. Because then you're going to leave yourself stranded. Yeah. Yeah. This is one thing that I've caught myself after the game. I've been like, why did I do that? I could I have waited
0: a turn. I could have made him come to me. Yep. Yeah. I've done Sometimes that so many times. you
1: get a little ahead of yourself and you get excited because you have move and attack when it's not always in your best interest, actually, to use it. Yeah. So. Be thinking of the advantages. You know, we talk a lot about while you're playing. Look at the advantages. Um, if you have a lot of uh, cutting through dampeners and they don't, uh, or sorry, if you have a lot of dampeners and they don't have a lot of ways to cut through it, go after like in our game. Yeah. If you would have went after tier and you would have knocked him off exploit, I would have been totally effed. Yeah. I would have never cut through all the, that impervious. We talk about that all the time, but this is. This is one of those things that's kind of hard to notice as you're playing. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that y- you don't have it's, to...
0: It's a hindsight's twenty twenty thing. Yeah, exactly. You always notice it afterwards when you think about it. Like, I should have done this, and then this, or...
1: So, that's my just a tip for this week. Constantly be evaluating... And just because you have the opportunity, you have these powers at the moment that are really good doesn't mean it's necessarily in your best interest at the moment to actually do it. What I've been finding... Oh, I'm sorry. That's where I, I lost my train of thought for a minute. What I've been finding while I've been playing games, uh, especially here lately, is the biggest advantage as far as we, we talk about advantages, like what advantage do I have in my opponent? The absolute biggest one is do I have movement attack and they don't. By yeah. far, it's such a huge advantage. Anyway, and I talked about it when it, when we did the uh, Bizarro event, and I had the uh, the All-Star Bizarro, and I had Hypersonic, my opponent didn't. I mean, that made the... In- that was a 600-point match, and I won it because of that.
0: If I had a dollar for every Teen Titan sealed I lost, for my opponent having Hypersonic, and I didn't, I would have, like, five dollars.
1: Yeah,
2: you lost, remember, you lost movement attack during our game today, and, uh...
1: That was, I mean, if I would have purposely clicked myself, like I should have, and got in charge of pulse wave and all that stuff, that would have made the difference, but I, I never thought about it until after. that ties yeah. into yet another one of know your pieces. Yeah. Uh, moving on to community, the this week's community question, which upcoming CTD set are you most excited for? Now, you We've already know. We got a know, lot of answers for this one. Yeah, we did. You already know Drew's answer. Nice night. You already know my answer, Lord of the Rings. Austin, What's yours? See, this is a hard one, because
0: although I'm excited for all of them, none of them really are screaming by me at the moment, and I'm, I'm kind of scaling back my clicks and trying to give stuff
1: priority. I think you should buy some Lord of the Rings and then trade me all your uh, elves.
2: <laughs> I think you should buy some I think I just that. sold
1: all my Lord of the Rings today, so I'm out. <laughs> um, honestly,
0: I think the one, if I have to say the one I'm anticipating wanting the most, strangely enough, I think I'm going to say Yu-Gi-Oh, actually. <laughs> Well, the, you the I, mechanics cool. Well, the yeah, I nice. guess Yu Gi
1: Oh's involved. Actually, when I when I posted this question, I said Mage Knight. Uh, oh. I said the three. Okay, those because Yu Gi Oh's a long are... way off.
0: Oh, it's February.
1: Yeah, oh. what what of those three uh, of Lord of the Rings, Arkham Origins, and Mage Knight are you? The
0: pieces I'll play the most will be Arkham Origins, I think. Um, Assassin keywords one of my favorite keywords. There's a lot of really good figures out of that set, and once again, gorgeous sculpts. Um, I like the set. It's going to depend on what else kind of rounds out the set of how much I'll buy. But uh, I'll, I'll buy some two towers, of course, because mounts are awesome. That's a freaking cool mechanic they're doing there. Yeah, you will.
2: Uh. <laughs> You're used to getting them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this the guy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyways. <laughs> that counts as vulgarity. Take a shot. <laughs> uh, take, a wild, take a wild guess as to what got the most votes when I tallied up Arkham the... Arkham Origins. By far, Arkham Origins. However, Mage Knight did really well. Well, yeah, I was really surprised and happy with how many people said they were really looking forward to Mage Knight. Um, and Lord of the Rings got a couple votes. Um, yeah, so overall, you guys were mostly interested in the Arkham Origins. No big surprise, because that's a main... Yeah. comic set yeah. over the other two. However, we did get a decent amount of people excited for Mage Eye. I
0: still want Injustice clicks. Come on, guys. Make it happen.
1: Uh, well, if we get those, like, with every... Yeah,
2: that's so. Like,
0: I want a cool... Well, think about it, We get a nice black egg.
2: Dude, you gotta understand something. You're never gonna get Injustice clicks now unless they make another game. Because that phenomenon is gone. Not really. Injustice is still pretty popular. Well, yeah, as a fighting game. But what I'm saying is that... It, the window for... Yeah, the hysteria has come and
1: gone. The best build we already talked about. Now we have our winner. I will be emailing you or PMing you on... A, I think he was at h Yeah, H2 Realms. Uh, I'll be PMing you and I'll make your uh, custom action chip tokens. And here in a couple weeks I will give out the assignment for the November best build. Once we get around a little bit closer to that due, uh, due date. Dial design. its a big week for us for dial design.
0: Oh, man. Me and Drew agonized over this. Oh, I spent, to... literally,
1: I spent like half a day Friday yeah. grading these dials because we have so many entrants.
0: I spent four hours this morning alone. We right have
1: between like 20 to 25 people entered in this month's dial design. It's ridiculous. And uh, <laughs> all the single dial entries are due as of now. And pretty much everybody submitted to theirs. Uh, We will be scoring them. Actually, I think we've all done our scoring. I just need to conglomerate all of them and and get it all tallied up. And I'll be posting that very, very soon. Uh, I'll try to get it up tomorrow if I have time. If not, I'll try to get the scores up Monday. So we'll have your scores for for the first three weeks, but you still have to submit to us your team base dial for this, the fourth week. And your team base will be due by... October the 26th.
0: And I, I think we should clarify, um, if you have more than three people in your team base, we're not going to be looking at those extra characters to calculate them into your final score. So even if you add them on there to like finish it out for other people to talk about or whatever, that's cool and all. They will play no role in anyone's score.
2: Right.
1: I have instructed everybody, when you grade the team bases, look at, here's what I want from you. The team base and then the asset dial. That's what we're going to be scoring. And then if you want to add on the characters as well, that's fine. But we are... Like I like, phone. like I also said, we're not going to take them into account because some people are only playing three and some people are playing multiple. Uh, also, with your team base, do not forget to include your starting values, what the point options for you know, two or three. Actually, I think every team base that's ever been made has three options. So give three options... Uh, as starting lines on your team base as to what click that starts on. It doesn't have to be all cute and color coded on the code. You can just tell me, you know, the four hundred point starts at one, the three hundred yeah. point starts at this that's fine if you can't figure out how to do it correctly. Because it is a little confusing some yeah. of that code stuff.
0: And and dear God, I would like to say to everyone who's been submitting stuff There's been some awesome There's been some awesome stuff. stuff. And like it's pretty bad because my my uh judgment on everything when I was going over stuff this morning was does something literally make me say, oh, crap, out loud? If it did, it it locked me in for a 9. Like, it was... And then stuff that just, like, blew me away got a 10. Y- you guys... It's been so hard to spread out the ratings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You guys have done an amazing job across the board. I think I mean, I've given
1: five or six tens out of... We had 22 entrants, I think. So, if you think about that, that's... 66 dials we've had to look over over the last couple days. It, store. I've been
0: pretty stingy with my tins.
1: But... I, I started out, but man, there are some just amazing pieces yeah, in here. Yeah, and
0: there's some cool and creative ideas, like big props to you guys. That's exactly what we wanted to see out of this contest. Really looking forward to seeing the team bases themselves and what crazy cool ideas you guys do with them.
1: Now, when we score your team bases, if you have submitted asset dial powers to us before on these characters... We're going to be factoring those in as well on the team base. When we give your team base score, we're going to look back. when you give your when, Actually, when you submit your team base, go ahead and rename all the asset dial powers yeah. and what each character does. Because there's that. a lot of
0: people who didn't list asset dials the first time, so we didn't yeah, clarify. Some
1: people did, some people didn't, and that's fine if you want to submit it when you do the character. But when you do your team base... Uh, also, redo, re-list all of your asset dials because that this is now when we'll be taking those into account. And make sure account.
0: you list the ones for characters that, of course, you didn't do the dials for. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Uh,
1: but, like Austin said, big props to everybody oh, for, it's been fun. for turning these in. There's been tons of really cool teams. We had, uh, let's see, we had two runaway teams. We had... Uncanny X-Force, Illuminati, Uncanny X-Men, Runaway or yeah, two Force. Runaways, Night Shift. Night Shift. That's Would it. you never, yeah, <laughs> even I never hear about see that. Mystique's
0: Brotherhood.
1: Uh, yeah, Mystique's Brotherhood, Starjammers, Defenders, the Cavil, Alpha Flight which was really, very good I thought. District X which is from the NYX which is X23's very first uh when she was very first spoiled. Yep. There was the Illuminati. Uh, Sinister Syndicate, Trinity of Thor's, Agents of Shield, Dark Avengers, Young Avengers, Fantastic Four, Guardians of the Galaxy, Cable and X Force, Inhumans, Deadpool Core, and Runaway. Or two run two runaways, so. A very wide variety. I don't think we got any emails to talk about today. Let me double check that. While I'm double checking that. Uh, today our main topic is actually gonna be the Phoenix Force style. Which people have already spoiled on HD uh, realms, and we
0: had in our hands today.
2: Yeah, we gotta see. It today. Yeah, uh,
1: our store owner went to the um, Alliance Open House the Alliance in Fort, in Fort Wayne a couple weeks ago, and he brought home a Phoenix Resource dial and one of the pe- which piece was it. The, uh, Cyclops, it's the Cyclops Shard. The, uh, the little shard piece that pops off and goes onto the Phoenix dial. I think it was a promotional one, though, because it did not pop off. Yeah. And it's supposed to. I assume that that's why. And
0: it's, I noticed it's it didn't have a Relic side of the card, either. So or a resource side of the card. We got
1: our hands on it. Looks pretty cool. Um, today we're going to be talking about teaching you guys how the resource is going to work. And we're also going to talk about some pieces... That kind of have some, some modern age pieces that have pretty good synergy with the powers that, these, that the Phoenix Force resource can grant you.
0: Now, I, I want to say before we go over the resource, um, at first glance, it, like the previous resource, is going to look really complicated. Yep. Even um, more so than the others, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think even more so. But when it's broken down, um, it's actually pretty simple. It's a really cool one. Um, I think you guys are really going to like this.
1: The, the thing that's most complicated about this is figuring out how many points you need to pay whenever you play it. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, I'll, I'll kind of read from it and go over it as we go. Force Construction. The Phoenix Force costs 12 points, at least one, with no more than five distinct Phoenix Force fragments. So you cannot double up on any of the fragments. You have to play different ones, just like the hammers on the Book of the Skull. Yeah. Yeah. At at least one, but no more than five distinct Phoenix Force fragments may be attached to the Phoenix Force and cost three points per fragment. Now, you have... So, it's noting that you have to pay 12 points for the resource and three points for each fragment. However, you're going to have to pay three points again for each character that you wish to assign the Phoenix Force.
2: So, kind of like the Batcave?
1: It, It gives you different options. Yes, you could play... You could actually play the Phoenix Force with three fragments, but only assign it to one character.
0: Yeah, just so you'd have the options to choose at the beginning of the game.
1: Um, and that'll come into play later when we start to talk about these things in more depth. Uh, up to five distinct characters with a point value of at least forty points. So you can't give it to very to really cheap little minions. Oh,
0: I didn't even notice that.
1: Are assigned the Phoenix Force or, or, are assigned to the Phoenix Force and cost three points per character. But there must be at least one fragment for each character.
0: So I think...
1: So you can't run more characters than you do fragments.
0: I think most people on average will be running it one one one. fragment character, one fragment character. So it'll probably be six points, effectively, per character.
1: Set up when placing characters in your starting area. For each distinct character assigned to the Phoenix Force, remove one fragment and assign it to that character. That fragment is a relic... Assigned to the character at zero cost. The Phoenix Force has uh, dial- okay. So basically right at the start, you everybody who had you paid three points to assign it to, you go ahead and take one of the fragments off and you give them one of the fragments. And the five fragments are Cy- of course, Cyclops, Name, More Colossus, Emma Frost and Magic. Here are the powers that they grant. Cypox Cypox <laughs>
2: Good old Cypox.
1: <laughs> good old Psypox gives you a uh, range combat expert. Namor gives you the Avengers, Defenders, and X Men team abilities. Colossus gives invulnerability. Emma gives TK and magic gives the character mystics, but only when hit with a ranged attack. So at the beginning, before you even start, you get to assign each of your guys who were who were uh, assigned the the Phoenix Force. One of those different fragments. The resource dial itself is basically five clusters of five clicks. And the more characters you have still alive, the weaker the the powers that it's granting you. And as your characters die off, you click to a better set of five clicks that gives you better powers as your characters die.
0: Because each group is exactly five clicks away. Yep. So if you're on click one of the first group, and someone dies, you click it five times, and now you're click one of the second group, and then until you're down to one person, is click one of the fifth group, and then whenever you KO an opposing character or roll doubles, is it does the attack have to hit? Well,
1: t- as far as turning the dial, when a character assigned a force fragment is KO'd, so when when one of your guys with the fragment is knocked out, attach their fragment back to the resource and immediately click the dial five times to the left. Now, the Phoenix Force dial gets better as it goes to the left, so it's going to start off kind of far to the right where the weaker powers are, and then as your guys die, it'll turn to the left. Move the dial to the same red click number in that group. When a character assigned a Fragment, KOs an opposing character or hits one with an attack roll, that is double. So you either have to knock them out or you have to hit and roll doubles, one or the two. After your actions resolve, click the dial once, and it means click it to yeah. the right.
0: Yeah,
1: okay. okay. I just see they have them listed
2: back. So basically on them. each
1: cluster, your your number one click is going to be weaker than your number five click. And as you either knock somebody out or you roll doubles and hit, you'll, you'll click from number one to number five. You know, one, then two, then three, then four, then five. But as your guys die off... You'll go from weak cluster to slightly close, slightly stronger cluster, but you'll stay on that same little click that you were on. Yeah. So if you already earned yourself up to number three, you're going to start on number three on the next better cluster. But uh, the important thing to note that's cool about this resource is when your guys die off, you're not losing those fragments. Those fragments go back on the Phoenix Force, and they're actually going to help you. Um,
0: I didn't even notice. Yeah,
1: I- anytime... Or, yeah, so I want to read this first before we read victory points. When a standard power is revealed on the dial, characters assigned to the Phoenix Force can use the indicated power. When a modifier appears, all assigned characters. So it's not. Mm-hmm. It's better than the book, but it's more expensive. All assigned characters modify that combat value by the indicated amount. If the modifier has a border around it, it's all combat. Then they modify all values by the indicated
0: amount. And see, the thing is, all, pa- all of them getting that power can be really good with some of these powers on the dial.
1: At the beginning of your turn, you may choose a fragment attached to the resource. Characters using the Phoenix Force can use that fragment's power. So, here's why I was saying it's cool that the fragments, when you, when you lose your guys, those fragments go back on. Because now you can give that fragment that that character had to everybody else who's left. So if you had magics on your magic, and your magic dies, her fragment goes back on the dial, and now at the beginning of the turn you can choose that, and now all your four guys that are left can use the mystic's team ability so in one range.
0: Here's what I like because you could basically play two or three characters, and then pay for all five fragments, and then keep two back on there like range combat expert or whatever. Right, and, and then constant, everyone would have range. combat. Yeah, so you have
1: yeah. options every turn of. Do they need Envil this turn? There's Do they lot, need range combat this turn? There's a lot of cool combos and fun potential here. And you know what would be the best one to leave, in my opinion, to leave on the thing? No, actually, Namor. Oh, you yeah. You can give them all Defenders and X-Men. So then, because Defenders giving it to one character isn't that good, because you have to have two guys. Yeah, that. that's true. So if you leave Namor's on the dial and pay for it without putting it to it in a character where you're just going to run three or four, Leaf is on there, and now they can share defense values and all have defend, and be able to heal each other with the X-Men team ability, and be able to move without taking away from your... And see, the thing I like about
0: total. this dial is it's kind of a good mix of the modern resources and the old res- and the gauntlet, because you work towards it, and it kind of, it's kind of slow in that regard, but it's also kind of quick, in that it gives good powers and good abilities... But you have to build with it, like the Book of the Skulls a little bit. You have to, well, before the Hammers today. Now, you, you have to work with the Phoenix Force resi- resource and take advantage of it. And as an opponent, if I see that across the table, I can think of ways to stop it, or th- like, oh, maybe I want to uh, super spike one of their characters, or I want to weaken all their characters at once a little bit, and then knock them all out in one turn. Um, it changes up how you want to play against it. And I feel like I like the fact there's strategy with this resource, as opposed to double power action to plus two flurry, ghost ride all the way to victory.
1: Ghost ride the whip. Ghost ride it. Um, I like it. It works exactly how we prof- how we thought it would work. Yeah. When your guys die off, the rest of them get stronger. That's how it should work. I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's going to be a little confusing... When you first start using it as far as players are i am I'm gonna have so many people asking We're going to be me one to strangle new players. How many points is it gonna cost for me to play this, 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 and this, and I'm not gonna know myself. I'm gonna to have to reread the card a million times and make sure I'm getting right it right. It's three points per shard. It's gonna be three a pain. points
0: per character. Up to five of each.
1: But you can't you can run more shards than characters, but you can't run more characters, characters than, than shards. shards. The shit's gonna be God dang it, well. Mother- <laughs> <sighs>
0: It's funny because it gets more frequent as the night goes on because as he gets drunker, he swears more often.
1: Yeah. Oh, shit.
0: Oh, <laughs> god dang it.
3: <laughs> oh.
0: We definitely got to do a drunken podcast with Ricky. That's
1: two for you guys. Ricky would have passed out by now. A... <laughs> He'd be on the floor back there. He'd be like, whoa, your ceiling looks like fireworks. <laughs> Ricky would have crapped on my floor. <laughs> He would have ran out of here, butt naked, and
2: he'd be doing laps around my apartment building. So I
0: don't know why this is a bad thing. Why don't you want to do this? Be a <laughs> heck
2: of a podcast. Let me tell you what. You guys are doing. cleaning up afterwards. If we'll we're, if we'll put does. a we'll put a mic we'll
0: put a wireless headset on him so that way when he's running around your apartment complex, he can be. <laughs> so
2: what was I talking about? For
1: I cuss twice in a row, <laughs> um, explaining it to players. <laughs> yes, like, it's gonna be a pain. Uh, but, but I, I like it. You're gonna swear. So yeah. what we what I decided to do with these is. For us to each think up a couple examples of good characters that would work with the individual fragments, as far as modern pieces that have good synergy with these. Like, who could benefit the most from Cyclops' range combat expert? Which pieces, modern pieces, benefit a lot from RCE? I I got
0: a good one from RCE, and that's... um, Most Doctor Stranges have 10 to 12 range. Um, And they usually don't have RCE anywhere on their dial. They're usually a piece you keep back. They have prob control. So you could put a little more of that RCE into damage if you wanted to. I can dig it. And you could just snipe somebody off. Um, pretty much, most of the Ironmans are kind of the same way, but they're usually like running gun figures as opposed to stationary turrets. Yeah, they have a lot of running shot. Um, overall, like I mean, I I would put that on almost any ranged character and feel comfortable if they're not a character that normally has RCE.
1: Drew, who do you like individually? Oh,
2: it's RCE. the first name on your list too, and that's long shot. Dang it, Drew, you stole it. Uh, he already has prop control. Yeah, I don't want to talk so,
0: about long shot anymore. Oh
1: yeah, here in a minute we're gonna talk <laughs> about our battle royal we did. Take. Um, but he already has prop control, so throw that yeah. throw that RCE both on damage. Yeah, because he's gonna hit. He's gonna hit. And think about it: plus two damage, plus the crits. I don't want to think about it, Hunter. Um, he also has a precision strike. Yeah, he does. Which will work in conjunction with RC, whereas Psychic Blast and Energy Explosion will not. La, la, so la, la, shot's a good target. La, la, la. I also listed... Uh, I did most of my choices today for Wolverine the X-Men pieces. Uh, that Cyclops from the main set actually benefits from it a lot too, because he also has a couple powers that would work really well. And, uh, from from uh, the range combat expert because he has sidestep and force blast both of which would work really good with range combat expert and he doesn't start with psychic blast so using the rce lets him get that extra damage
0: that makes up for the invul or the imperv yeah
1: you don't care if you're if you uh, don't have psychic blast if you're dealing 6 damage in my opinion uh, but Long Shot's the big, in my opinion, the big guy you would yeah, that could benefit the most from these.
2: Ridiculous.
1: Namors is a little bit harder to throw to, to specify somebody. Um Avengers, Defenders, and X-Men team abilities. I actually said Phantom X, and I'll tell you why. Phantom X, I haven't had the pleasure of playing him yet. I thought that he could benefit from the Defenders and X-Men because he has pretty low defense values if you look. Seventeens, sixteens, and fifteens. But he's hard to hit. He has shape changing super senses, which is why they made yeah. his defense value so low. I'd put so invol on him personally. Being able yeah. <clears throat> Well yeah. Invil would work good on anybody. <laughs> but being able to share seventeens and eighteens with other people's makes him puts him from hard as heck to hit to impossible. Yeah. If you got a freaking eighteen or nineteen with, with him having shape-changing super senses, he's going to be dang near impossible to hit. And then you're also giving him X-Men. He doesn't have willpower. So giving him X-Men for a cheap little guy to heal him back up after he pushes would be really good. Because he can dish out some damage. Now, yep.
0: See, I would expect, usually like when you think about it for the Defenders aspect, you think you want it on some high point pieces. Like you want to build a panty party nothing but Namor's. And then you have like the Phoenix Force Namor sharing his freaking 19 with everybody. But you also got to think about it. Defenders also lets you share low defense values for support characters. True. So you could find some good support characters, like a Donald Blake, maybe. You could share his really low crappy defense. Or does yeah. he already have Defend?
1: No, he doesn't. Yeah, you, you he, throw, The reason he's good as a healer is because he has such a high attack. Yeah. He has an 11.
0: Yeah, so, so I mean, you could, throw it, you could throw it to Donald nuts. Blake. Um, and then, of course, if your opponent kills your medic, all of a sudden everyone else on your team just got better. I mean, like, there's some fun options there. But as you said, I see that being better on the actual dial than on a specific character, I think.
1: Uh, I also like it on 150-point Wolverine X-Men Gladiator. Yep. Um, You like anything on him. Well, I like sharing that 18 defense that he has with other people, and also letting the other people use the X-Men to heal him back up to his invincible after he finally gets knocked off of it.
0: This makes me think, you know what I really want as a power? I want a reverse mastermind. What do you mean? As in, if someone takes the damage, that person can elect to take the damage instead of having to dish it from them. So like, kind of like a defend combo kind of thing where it's like, oh, they're hit. I want my damage to go over here. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I guess Mastermind would kind of cover it. But you to say,
1: is that not what Mastermind is? It'd be is? like
0: granting... Well, no, because it'd be like on higher point, like a Superman that protects somebody. Like, if you shoot Lois Lane... Oh, you're Superman saying if a damage.
1: lower point character takes damage, the higher point character you, guy can... You choose, choose to, to take the damage instead. But there's no point in doing that, because then your lower-point guys will never take damage, because your higher-point guys usually have impervious yeah, sure. and invul. That's yeah, why they don't I just do like it. that idea. <laughs> That's why they don't do it.
2: Doctor Strange uh, from the Gravity Feed would be pretty good, giving everybody Energy Shield and then defending with an 18.
1: Oh, Drew stood. This guy comes up with... So that, that 18 idea. becomes a 20? Uh, uh, the reason I said Gladiator's... Then, like I said, that invincible, and then they finally knock you off, and then they heal it up. I've had to play twice now against invincible teams with medics. It's so annoying. It is, yeah. Finally hitting them off of invincible, and then having them heal back up, you just want to punch the other player in the face. Really
0: annoying characters that have three clicks of invincible in a row, combo with a regen steel energy hammer.
1: Well, the gladiator has God dang it! The gladiator has two two clicks of invincible, out unoutwittable. You know what I'm gonna play play as
0: soon as month six hammer rolls in. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so, I just said Colossus gives invulnerability You could pretty much throw an inv- invul on anybody And make them good but I'd put it
2: on Carrion Because he's you know, got 50% super senses plus ba- Back to the hammer What's the point of even like You got two hammers with willpower One of them's got steel energy And you can just heal up after you put What's the Yeah, point? basically
1: yeah. What's the point? <laughs> basically Angers is giving you willpower too Because who cares if you push If you're healing from it
2: Well, that's if you hit it has to be made. Oh darn, you're not going to hit with that plus two attack.
1: I'm yeah, prepared. since it's all since I only have to deal damage to heal, I don't think it's worth that three points, Drew.
0: I ain't talking to you guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a part of this. Um, who do you guys like the best for Colossus Forgiven? Anybody.
0: <laughs> as I said, I'd throw it on Carrion, 50% Super census plus that's ridiculous. Because uh, yeah. as I ran into today during our battle royale a little bit, Precision Strike goes through a Super Senses. So having Invin- or having to kind of handle that a
2: little bit... Oh, I got a really
1: good one. I'm letting you guys go first before I give this one away. Because I'm going to do it.
2: It's okay, Drew will probably get like it. Like I said, anybody with toughness is good with this thing. Who's the uh,
0: Who's the character that has energy shield and combat reflexes?
2: Cerise. Yeah.
1: That's my number two. My uh, <laughs> uh, number one? Uh, how many points does a character have to be to get 40. the... 40. Who's 40 points of amazing... Toad. toad. He's already a 19 from reflexes. Give oh him an God, why,
2: Hunter, why?
1: Plasticity, 19 defense, and invulnerability. And hopping around like a... Tell me what would be the most annoying character. That's yeah, pretty annoying. His. I run six of them, motherfucker. And
0: finally you kill the bastard, and you know what you just did? You made everyone more powerful.
1: When you see me run five toads, and I leave the <laughs> Colossus on the actual resource instead of putting it on the
2: toad, you know what's going He's on. The day clicks they'll all happen. You couldn't
0: do it with five. You'd have to do that's it true. With I'd four. have to do this. One four. would have to die. That would have it first. Oh, he goodness. would have taken him for the team.
1: <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Toad and Cerise were my my number. Uh, Cerise picks. would be
0: amazing with that because she's already ridiculous.
1: This is kind of a hard one. Uh, TK Emma's gym or Emma's. Uh,
0: I wouldn't. I don't know fragment. if I'd say it's a hard one. Because in a team of five figures that are forty or more for the Phoenix Force dial, you're going to have some lower point figures that are support pieces anyway. Some perplexers or
1: outwitters. That's a good point. Because my number one, Oracle. Yeah. She she's not I doing mean, she's I not mean. doing a lot of attacking. She has prob control for cheap. She has taxi for cheap, and she has barrier. Yep. But if you need TK instead of the barrier, then she you give her that option. I've, I like Oracle and I like Bunker. Bunker would be a good if one. If Bunker there. go ahead goes ahead, throws out his barrier that lasts, and throws out a smoke cloud that lasts, now what's he gonna do? He needs to stay back and do that. Now he can TK people around while he's wait while his stuff is getting knocked if down. If Charles
2: if we're talking about like Golden Age, Charles Xavier. I was gonna, that was my golden age
0: choice, was Charles Xavier. It this is Because, I mean that's what I ran Gauntlet on with that Illuminati team. I loved that one. And then uh <laughs> Did you swear or are you just taking a drink because so you feel like it, buddy?
1: Oh, I just needed a shot. Because um, I said you're um, all How much
0: is Alfred? Oh,
2: wait, go ahead. And how much is
0: Alfred was what I was going to say. The 42.
2: Thing- yeah, buddy. The thing about this is that <laughs> suddenly you take any 40-point cheap support piece, give them this, they're Scarlet Witch. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're more like 50-point enchantress, actually. Because then they have TK,
0: yeah. yeah. But they're... Yeah, I agree. I mean, like, this is... Honestly, it's kind of funny for me to say, I'm really excited for this shard almost as much as some of the other ones.
2: I think out of all the shards, this has the most potential to be broken.
1: No, the invul- invulnerability does. I, in
0: I feel like is gonna be a pain <laughs> in the butt,
2: but... Uh, okay, because your toad is gonna run wild everywhere. I'll let you get it. But, but as I said, little. throw it on
0: Alfred. Alfred's already a great... You guys people. are ready for
1: these toads. Right? All right,
2: man. <laughs> <laughs> that, that
0: Alfred's already good with his support. Yeah, his Alfred work. is a
1: really good one. I didn't um, think about it. You
0: could yo-yo someone back to you and then heal them on the next turn. Well, any support piece, because they don't need to do yeah. much at the beginning of the, the game. I think perplexers more so than outwitters particularly, but
1: any support piece, especially... Oh, especially anyone medics. with support. Medics are perfect, because, like, they don't need to do much at the beginning of the game. What are they going to do? Heal nothing. They're just going to be moving up. Donald Blake's with Emma Frost. Donald 33.
0: In, no, no, no. Oh. I was going to say... Alfred's
1: perfect, because he's the well, only... Well, then we couldn't have given him Namor's. I
0: was talking about him with Namor's because of Defender.
1: Oh, uh, I don't listen to what you say. <laughs> no, Alfred is perfect, though. That's a very good point. Yeah. I'm going try that. Because he's the... Ricky, you better not be listening. He's a more expensive <laughs> medic, but that's because he gets perplexed and shape change. Yeah, and he's just above the line. So now giving him perplexed shape change and TK is pretty goddamn good. <laughs> He uh, wasn't that good before, right? <laughs> who do you like Who do you like the best for magics, mystics, but only for range? Energy shield granting Doctor Strange. He's good. Well,
0: no. Because then they're going to get in and swing anyway, I guess. Yeah, that's what
1: I'm thinking. See, I was thinking more who has reflex. Who's hard to hit from close combat? Maybe, uh... That they, that they want to shoot you instead, you know what I mean? Uh, Maybe Death
0: Strokes. Death Strokes, usually
2: combat reflexes, super senses. I'm surprised he hasn't thought of the obvious one. Who? Starts with an H, ends with an Heimdall. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's that's a good one. Heimdall, baby. Yes, Heimdall Sorry. by far.
1: Every time I face a Heimdall, I snipe the shit. God. <laughs> <laughs> this is so much fun. It's better because the look on his face right before he takes a shot is a look a sheer defeat. I'm running out of Cherry Coke to chase with. <laughs> well, then you're going to start just drinking it straight. <laughs> That's what I usually do, anyway. Uh, Yeah, every time I face a Heimdall, I just snipe him. The fact that that I'd have to take Mystics to snipe his, what, a nine-click long dial? I would have to run in on him then.
0: Now, once again, as I said, when your teams are built with this resource in mind, you're going to have one, two, three big figures, and a bunch of support pieces.
1: Get ready. Heimdall, four toads. Meta, 2012. (laughs) I literally would would
0: walk out of the store. I don't care if you're my ride home or not.
1: Um,
3: I work. would
0: run I would that's run that's magics good. on I'd run magics on some of my support pieces because think about it what are they going to do they're going to snipe off your perplexers your outwitters yeah um, make them take some mystics in the meantime I mean that's part of why Scarlet Witch is such an absolute pain in the butt Is not just because she's a good support piece it's because she's also has mystics you can't pick her off right I mean because she has a short die and you're not going to go melee their support piece it's all the way on the other side of the map usually
2: it'd be good with any Hulk ever <laughs>
1: oh Ooh, Drew with the big idea. Give mean, he be a movie Hulk, perhaps? He doesn't need the Involve. He's already uh, got a pervious and Invincible. So what are you going to do? you going to shoot at him? Oh, shucks. They have to rush in and punch my Hulk, who probably has a 12-attack, 5-damage exploit weakness right now with a heavy object. <laughs> Blurry. Uh, Wombbreaker. <laughs> they, sh- they shoot him,
0: they take a damage,
1: and you teleport next to him. One that I like, multiple man. <laughs> Yeah. Because, because most people don't like to get in close on multiple men because when you hit him, he makes dupes yeah. and they have in power and plasticity. The fact that they'd have, they, it's like, if you're going to shoot me, you're going to take Mystics. If you want to rush in and avoid the Mystics, then I'm you're going to have more multiple men. I'm getting more multiple men and we're going to swarm you. So multiple men and Heimdall were mine too.
0: Um, in general, I think this is the shard that I thought was the most worthless coming into this. Like when we talked about it earlier. Um, before the podcast. But now that we've sat here and talked about it, I actually really like it. And honestly, I don't think there's any of the shards I don't yeah, like. I'm there's sure
1: you the... like it because it goes best on Heimdall. Shh. Everybody likes to, to know talk what... about how much I love Tear. Yeah. This guy loves Heimdall just as much. You played Heimdall with every single Fear Itself thing you have ever 12
0: Fear Itself events pretty much, and I've played, you played him every time.
1: I've played Tier I'm... in maybe 75%. Now I've played Iron Fist in like 95%. But that's because he's broken.
0: I, I've played Heimdall Iron Fist in almost
1: every single Fear Itself. That 80-point Iron Fist is so broken. It's beyond <laughs> reason. He's like the Karnak of this generation. Yes, by far. Um, <laughs> let's move into... So, uh, hopefully that gives you guys an idea of how the Phoenix Force is going to work. I will link this on the podcast and you guys can look in and Look at the dial and look at the powers, and uh,
0: I want to hear what people
1: think, what other people think we
0: should put with this. Like this is a good community thing. Yeah,
1: go ahead and send me some emails, and and we'll talk about this later. But send me emails some with good ideas, suggestions, notes. If you guys have um, ideas for just the tips, if you guys have some good things to add, hit me up. Uh, we're gonna move into comics, and unfortunately, I know you guys haven't been keeping up with Infinity, at least not this past. Do I have to leave the room so
0: you can talk about it? No, we're not going to we're not gonna spoil
1: stuff. <laughs> but how are you liking Infinity so far as, as an event?
0: I'm two issues into
1: Infinity. Uh, that's what I'm, I'm going to say. You're only two?
0: There's four out. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I just got on the other day. I'm two issues in. I was at the Revelation or whatever. Shame on you. The He's way, doing better than me. <laughs> two, issues, two issues into Infinity. I'm not too... I don't want to say I'm not excited... But like it's losing its luster, and I want something to happen. And judging from the look on your face right now, where you're trying not to smirk, I'm going to assume something big's about to go down. I hate you
1: so much. <laughs> isn't the Black Bolt Thanos fight the, set up in the second it issue?
0: Is. Yeah, we're, you're not
1: looking forward to Black Bolt Thanos.
0: Well, no, it isn't set up actually. Because Black Bolt. Oh no, Black Bolt says Thanos is coming. Yeah. But okay, maybe Black, it's
1: one of the Avengers that sets
0: Black bull for good. when Black Bolt like makes his big revelation and all that stuff, like. I literally sat there and I was like, Hickman, you bastard. Like, it just hit me, like, what was going to happen and what was about to go down. And, like, I'm really looking forward to seeing what three and four bring, and then five and six, of course, depending. All right. Well, you don't want to
1: spoil it so bad. I can just tell. I'm, I'm gonna... not spoiling anything. We're going to bring this up after you lazy MFs. I'm, I was going to read it. Catch last up week. on all the. I'll read it tonight. Badassness. That's... God, <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> I'm out of Trey Cope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go home tonight I'll read three and four And I'm instantly going to text you And be like huh? Well you got <clears throat> Excuse me You got to read the Avengers And the new Avengers too I will Okay How's the heist okay. I haven't read it yet There's the two side events For Infinity right now The hunt and the heist
1: The heist has one issue out It came out last I'm week I'm not reading that Side crap money grab bulch. The hunt was kind of cool I caught myself out. there Drew I caught you it You got it buddy I caught it the, no shot the first, me. I,
0: the first issue of the hunt wasn't bad. It was kind of cool because they were talking about all these different superhero schools around the world.
1: I'm so weary of all the carpets, It's just money grabs. Fear, fear itself was bad about it. Yeah. Um, Marvel, in particular, is extremely bad about it. Um, Infinity, <laughs> the third and fourth. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to... Uh, <laughs> you guys have to read the Thor <laughs> issue. It's it, it nuts. Makes... Ah, me and Ricky were talking about at the gym. It's so awesome. <laughs> Goodness gracious. As I said in the car, it's one of the best Thor moments of all time. Journey even of the Mystery Days. Young, even better than Young Thor riding a space shark. Even better. Oh man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's up there, I'm telling you. I I'm not gonna lie, like that that's been a while since God of Thunder and that happened, so I can go ahead it's and it's one it.
1: of the best BA Thor moments of all time. If you guys out there in Podcast land are not reading Infinity, you gotta read Infinity. Um, you also have the, the Black Bolt Thanos fights in number three. And then you have the Thor moment. I, I think it's in number four. If it's not in number four, it's in one of the side, the Avengers or the New Avengers. But I think I'll it's in number it. four. And some big developments how's, are going down right now.
0: How's, New Avengers been? Like, I'm like, because, I think it's, it's like one issue. I'm it's like it's one
1: all one. the same,
0: you know. It's more so, I feel like it's probably just Infinity. It is. Avengers.
1: It's supposed to be. It's, yeah. But, in and not only the the thing i love that that marvel's actually doing with avengers and new avengers they're not tie-ins in the sense of cash grabs. It's literally explaining. the story. They give you yeah. lots of good info that you need for the story. I mean, those books are needed. You need to get All side like information. Thunderbolts
0: where Punisher's like, "Hey, I the Avengers you. aren't on the Earth anymore. Yeah. Well, that's cool, and it's considered a tie-in.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> they are needed and necessary to the story. Yeah, and big stuff goes down. Avengers Assemble actually has some pretty good tie-in books too.
0: I need to. I have Avengers Assemble. I haven't read through it yet, but I've heard good things about it's it.
1: Okay, but definitely the Infinity books give you good behind the scenes uh, on the stuff that's going on. Um, you guys
0: read anything else this week? East of West. Um, this issue was interesting. I liked it. <sighs> I don't. It's suffering from my typical Hickman thing that I either love or hate, where I feel like everything's just building and building and building, and I want just a little bit of like a relief of the pressure on the whole bit or some answers.
1: Well, the last issue, something big went down.
0: Yeah, and it was it was a cool. I, I'm the liking, guy of
1: the council getting yeah busted basically.
0: Um, I like I like East of West so far. I'm really enjoying <laughs> it. I wish it wasn't monthly. I could read that stinking thing every yeah, week. That's exactly what I, I thought. I, after I, regret I read starting it,
1: it. I was like, um, yeah, exactly. I, I said that on the podcast. I was like, I wish I had not read this at all because now I need it every week and it's not the, coming. The
0: art's great. I mean, like the the universe is amazing. Like I I love this universe and I just. It's a great book. I would suggest it to anybody, but let's use it.
1: I regret starting it early. I started a lot of new series this week. Um, I got all the way caught up on Chew, which we talked about last week. Chew is absolutely awesome, absolutely hilarious, and very unique. Give it a try. You'll either love it or hate it, but if you love it, you'll love the crap out of it. it I got caught up on that. I decided to give the Manhattan Projects a try, which is a Hickman book that I've been downloading, but I, I haven't had time to actually read yet. It's a very interesting concept, but I'm not going to read it. I'm not going to stick with it. Um, typically, when I read comics, I give them four issues, and if that if I don't love it by four issues, I'm not going to read. Give me a rundown. I want
0: to know what that's about. So
1: here's how. Here's kind of the premise. You, it's about World War II and the Manhattan Project, of course, mm-hmm. developing the bomb. Um. Albert Einstein is slightly involved. And there's this other scientist character that's slightly involved. But there's a side story that Hickman writes in about basically these twin genius scientists. One of them is evil, deranged. one of And one of them is a genius. And they're twins. And all this stuff goes down. And it takes place back in the day, right before the A-bomb was, is... But it's basically kind of maybe... It's 25% retelling American history and it's 75% stuff that Hickman makes up in this weird abstract story of behind the scenes stuff yeah i did i'm not feeling the art the story is okay. It's not bad. It's not a bad comic by any means. I just don't like it enough.
0: I usually like alternate history. That's part of why I like East to West. Yeah. Um, I usually like alternate history. I, I want to check it out. I might download the first few issues. It's
1: not. It. Give it a try. Yeah, uh, I'm going to give it a shot. It's about 15 issues in.
0: Because artwork's either hit or miss with me. I feel like some books' artwork impacts me really heavily, and others I can ignore it enough if I enjoy the it's,
1: premise. Like I said, it's not a bad book. I just don't like it enough to stick with it and read all the other issues and then constantly read it every month.
0: I figured out what it was I read, by the way.
1: What's that? I read through
0: Widowmaker. I don't know if you've ever read that. Was, I don't think I've ever heard it was of that. A really, it was a really short run. It was four issues and it's a little short story segment about Black Widow, um, Black Widow Hawkeye, Ronin, and Mockingbird. Basically, they. Ronin? Feel...
1: Oh, Ronin, Hawkeye, Ronin. No, Hawkeye isn't Ronin. Or sorry, but I mean... They figure out a Ronin... Not Ronin the Accuser, Ronin, R-O-N-I-N. They
0: they figure out that uh, uh, someone is being... This is like right after Civil War. They figure out that um, after Hawkeye abandoned the Ronin persona or whatever, someone else picked it up, and under that persona, they're killing all these major spies, and they have like a list they're trying to kill. And Black Widow and Mockingbird and all them are on it, and so Hawkeye's trying to help them figure out why the whole world thinks Hawkeye's the one who did it.
1: What's it called? It's
0: called Widowmaker. It's it's not amazing. Like, it's only four issues. But it, it was definitely interesting, and it, it had the Winter Garden. It was why I picked it up, was I wanted to see more about that. What did you do? There are
1: definitely some interesting ideas I could do with that. <laughs> I
2: just had a thought, but I'm going to let it go. <laughs> no, please, share with the class. I don't want to say it. I'm getting a little tipsy. I'm not going to lie. Really? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you about that. <laughs> the glazed, it the glazed that look in your eye. <laughs> anyway.
1: You want to know what Drew read? I've enjoyed myself. What did you read? Absolutely nothing? I read some Hellboy. Yeah, you did. Pretty, I, I, damn, that that I counts as
0: swearing. And oh, you, said, you started sh- saying damn. No, it doesn't okay. count as swearing. <laughs> Hold on. I did
1: say damn. What did Drew say? I didn't catch it. He said Hellboy.
0: It was a joke. It
1: not. was a joke. I Punch him in the face. <laughs> Alright, I'll take one for saying damn.
2: <laughs> anyway... Read some Hellboy. It's good. I gotta read more. I gotta finish the third book. It's great. How many issue?
1: How many traits did I give you? Three. All right. I need them back because so I'm gonna reread it pretty soon. Right. I don't need them back right this second. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> I picked up a uh, Journey into Mystery, by
0: the way. Yeah, you did. Because it it wraps uh it wrapped up recently. I think it's finally like
1: over. Um, have you ever read through Journey into Mystery? I read. I read oh, it I'm before. Thor God of Thunder started. Because ever since Thor God of Thunder started it's such a it's the best Marvel book right now. I have
2: read some <laughs> issues of Journey of the You year.
1: know what? I will even currently put it ahead of Ultimate Spider-Man. I like it that much now. Thor? Yeah. It makes me happy the I player. mean overall Ultimate Spider-Man is still my favorite Marvel book but as far as right now Thor God of Thunder is straight legit. I'm telling you guys. I'm podcast land. Read Thor God of Thunder. Okay,
0: pause Thor God of Thunder. I think Drew was still talking about Halloween. Sorry, sorry. We got ahead. I know.
2: You'll like this. I started reading the Marvel now run of Deadpool. Yeah, buddy. It's pretty funny. I like them dead presidents. They're pretty
1: hilarious. How far are you into the dead presidents? I think
2: I'm in the third issue or fourth issue. you're just
1: getting started. There's... It's so good. Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad that they put a new creative team on Deadpool and restarted that.
2: I just like how the opening is with Thor and them. <laughs> just. Uh, You'll see Austin. The, the guy, be.
1: the agent, the shield agent who started yeah. the whole thing, he's hilarious yeah. and he's in it more. Have you met Ben Franklin yet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Ben Franklin's hilarious.
1: <laughs> Austin, you gotta read it. I'm, feeling I'm it too. <laughs> Is it like the Ben Franklin from the Assassin's Creed games? It's good, Deadpool. I'm telling you, it's very good, Deadpool.
0: You remember how bad we were laughing listening to Ben Franklin's
2: speech in <laughs> yes. Assassin's
0: Creed 4? Um, yeah, Deadpool's
2: good.
1: Here's a weird one.
0: Have you guys read Mighty Avengers
1: yet? The new one.
0: No.
1: Yes. Um, who do you think is... Uh, Ronan? He's Ronan. I don't know. Me and Ricky were talking about it. We couldn't figure it out.
0: Um, I'm not sure. I've I've read two... It's two issues in, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I'm it's not, not very far.
0: I'm not sure yet.
1: I don't either. I have no earthly clue whatsoever who it is. What if it's a Peter
0: Parker?
1: Well, right Parker? now he's wearing uh, Scarlet bi- Ben Riley's Scarlet Spider suit, but What if it's Bud Peter pink. Parker? It's not pink. Pe- what? Know. It could be. I <laughs> just blew Hunter's <laughs> drunk mind. <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> tipsy right now. Anything's possible. You what can- if it's Thanos? Uh, Thanos is fatter than that. <laughs> I mean
0: like It could be pe- I, Yeah I mean like It's plausible But I mean like It would have to be a Not logically But Marvel
1: logically It could be Yeah it's Marvel it. logic <laughs> Um Yeah so I gave it, I gave uh, Manhattan Projects a try Didn't like it that much So I moved on to The Unwritten Have you guys ever heard of Unwritten? Never even heard of it It's a Vertigo book That got a lot of awards Back when it first came out A couple years ago I, I feel like you could just say It's a Vertigo book And it can be assumed It got a lot of awards I love a lot of Vertigo uh, yeah, books Yeah Vertigo they does have, have Some really good, good stuff Um I gave it a, I gave it a try. I read the first four issues. I will say this. I can see a lot of people really enjoying this book. It's just not my cup of tea. It's an extremely well-written book and well it, the art was excellent too. Um uh, that the, the kind of 411 on it is there's this character and his dad was a literary writer. And his books were popular even more than, like, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, in that realm. Um, and his the main character in his fairy tale storybooks was based around his son. Okay? And the, the unwritten comic series is about his son, who's now grown up. And basically, he is kind of like this... Um, celebrity basically just because the books are so popular and everybody knows it's obvious that he has the same name as the character like ben or something whatever everything's based around him so when he goes out everywhere like he's popular celebrity and everything but all this crazy magic stuff starts happening to him in the real world that's kind of based around what happens in the books and he's stuck and you know You're what I mean you think the books might job just be a fair well tale. the main bad guy in the books like actually shows up in real life and like literally tries to kill him but the comic makes it kind of like is this guy just really crazy or is this really mad yeah. you know what I mean It it's really cool it's just not quite my cup of tea it gives mm-hmm. me the Fables vibe I don't know if you guys read Fables but Fables is like that I feel like this would be a good book for chicks to get into comics is it has, little, it has the art the art's good um, um, it's kind of old fashioned looking, like it's not super crazy, over-the-top colorful or anything, but it's just well done about, classically is looking it, on it.
0: Is it kind of a slower book, or is it a faster book? Like, eh. do you feel like by the end of an issue, like, everything in the world's gone wrong? No.
1: Okay. It's a good book. It's just, like I said, it like Manhattan Projects, it's a good book. It's just, I don't know that I like it enough to stick with it, so yeah. I ended up dropping it after four issues.
0: Um... I was gonna say, did you see they started a new Punisher series this week? Little uh, forced, which one? Uh, trial of the Punisher. <laughs> Little uh, four
1: issue work. Hold on, I got choked up on my shot. <laughs> trial of the Punisher. I read it. I love Punisher. You know, I read yeah. everything. Punisher, good or bad, usually bad. Um, it's pretty good. Okay, that makes me happy because I-, I grabbed it and
0: I was wanting to look into it and I was wanting to know if you had checked it out.
1: Um, uh, one more that I read because I know I read a lot this week. So I gave up on Manhattan Projects, gave up on on un- un- on unwritten, picked up Scalped. Don't know if everybody knows what Scalped is, because it was a Vertigo book as well, but it's written by one Jason Aaron, who is killing it on everything Marvel right now. This was back. What's he writing? On one Marvel of his Marvel? first books. He's writing. First of all, he wrote Wolverine Weapon X, one of the best Wolverine books of all time, in my opinion. Hunter, you've got alcohol
0: in your beard. Real. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's drool. Actually,
1: hold on, I can't spell. I tried to spell my comic shop and I spelled it pretty bad. My comics, my comics. He's drunk. Jason Aaron. Um, he first of all, he's on uh, Wolverine the X Men, which we've been enjoying a lot. Yeah. Uh, he's on way more books than what it's pulling up right here, but uh, this story is kind of real world gritty. It takes place on an Indian reservation and it's about this undercover FBI agent who's originally from the Indian reservation. And the book is very based around the Native Americans' plight of how all their stuff's taken away from them, they're given um, these reservations to live on and they what year they, does it take place in what? modern day and the drug um, meth and everything is so bad at the moment like it's just it's all about how indians have fallen so far but all of this is all behind the scenes mm-hmm. the main story really the main storyline is about an undercover fbi agent who's going in to try to bust this chief guy who's kind of like the head of he's building a casino he's kind of he's the sheriff of the town yeah. he's kind of the head of all the the drug traffic but you're trying to bust him and there's a whole lot of storylines, and it gets it extremely good. It's very well written. And see, like, I like... I love it. I'm I sticking I love with that
0: it. kind of theme because, like, uh, Batman Inc. had it with, uh, what's his name, the Indian Batman for a little bit. And oh, then, what was
1: his name, dang it. I can't think of and that. And then
0: uh, Aquaman picked that up when they were doing the stuff about Aquaman's old team, that one little girl from the Indian Reservation. They had a little bit of that.
1: No, this is that times a million. I mean, this is all that about... That makes me happy. Well, that's what I'm saying. I like that kind of... It all takes place in On the Indian Reservation. That makes me... I really want to check that out now. Punisher Max. That's when I first read Jason Aird. Uh, he... Like I said, Wolverine, Weapon X, Rise Wolverine, and the X... Man, excuse me. Wolverine and the X-Men. Uh, Avengers versus X-Men.
0: Which ones? That's what matters.
1: Uh, zero and Two. Not the... And number nine, so a mix of them. But Punisher Max is some of his best stuff. The recent Punisher Max. Uh, let's see, Incredible Hulk, the good Incredible Hulk right before Marvel Now, which I was enjoying it a lot. Rolled Olive Scouts. Oh, is
0: that the run with a uh,
1: Hellblazer? Is that the issues. run
0: of Incredible Hulk where he splits? Uh, he new yeah, that was the good oh, the
1: 2012 run. That's what I'm saying. That's the one that's we liked the best. That's where I his name from. Then. That's when we liked him the best. Yeah, Man, that was probably Marvel's one of my favorite comics Banner. for a while. Like, Yeah, Jason Aaron's a good writer, man. Um, I suggest this book highly to people. Give it a try. It kind of has a little bit of a 100 Bullets vibe. It's it's a gritty, down-to-earth, modern-day storyline that kind of has that same vibe to it. There's a lot of stuff going on, and... It's a dirty. I mean, there's sex in it all time, and there's cussing, well, you and sold me, violence, right? and all this stuff. But it takes place in modern day, and it's really it's it's very different than the average superhero comic. That when you
0: sober read. up and get over your hangover in the morning, I want you to email me a list of these Vertigo titles that you want me to read. There are so many. do forget them by tomorrow.
1: There are so many. Hundred Bulls and Scalped. Those are the two big ones. Unwritten and um, what was the other one? I, said, I I tried Manhattan Products. Give them a shot but you I just I liked them like I said but they weren't my cup of tea they were good books should we
2: tell them the names of the ones that you know have been uh, that are the core Vertigo book titles
1: well first of all Sweet Tooth yeah I already read
2: I love Sweet Tooth
1: Uh, Trillium is good Trillium
0: was the one I'm waiting till Trillium I think I'm gonna wait till Trillium finishes go
1: read Why the Last Man duh duh dude oh Sandman Sandman Hellblazer. <sighs> I still need to pick up the rest of the same Hellblazer's matrix. like
2: 700 issues. 300, though. but yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. That's a little bit. Yeah. This is a I, I
0: sat there and like spent like literally 24 hours straight, no sleep, reading Invincible to get caught up on it at like 100 issues.
1: Did you enjoy it? I love Invincible. Damn right you <laughs> did. <laughs> uh, it's a good thing you're not my right uh, homeowner. I'm not driving right now. <laughs> Until you decide Taco Bell sounds really good. (laughs) How many (laughs) shots is that? Like, 20? (laughs) Not damn well enough. I know. I did that on purpose. I'm not giving him that that That's purpose. I'm not giving him that It's more fun when it's you swearing, actually. (laughs) It's at least
2: been, what, 15? Yeah, it's been... (laughs) Someone's gonna count, you know, they are. Alright, that's enough comics. Let's move
1: into video games. And I played a comic-related video game this week. I played Deadpool. And by God, is it not hilarious. I watched some fun
0: streams of that one.
1: It I wasn't very optimistic about it, because reviews-wise it got, what, like 7.5s mostly? I heard the gameplay is pretty meh, but it's the humor that's done well. Absolutely. Now, the gameplay is actually not shabby as far as the gameplay is cool combos. Um, the actual gameplay as far as how the system is set up... Is okay. The problem is its repetitiveness. Yeah, and it's constantly setting you up. You're constantly going through waves of bad guys as you move through the story. I think
0: line. I watched uh, the big part. I watched was the part where he teams up the rogue. I think.
1: Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Actually, matter of fact, it's a little over halfway through, yeah. and uh, there's tons of good cam- comic cameos. First of all, it's and the my back God. and
0: forth's hilarious from what I've seen. Like it's, it's hilarious
1: really- from the from the very beginning. You're cracking up. I mean, they do an extremely good job with it. He breaks the fourth wall all the time. He talks about High Moon, which is the studios that makes it, which also made the last two Transformer games, which were champagne showers. War of Cybertron, Fall of Cybertron, both best two excellent. Transformers games ever. I don't even... By far, they're two of the best games. I enjoyed that's been them put out. more than I
0: enjoyed probably like freaking the movies and the TV shows. Uh,
1: but they make, they're a good quality video game studio that's really up and coming, and uh, they do an excellent job with this game capturing Deadpool's uh, persona very well. I'm surprised I was able to get the persona word out as I'm tipsy as I am right now. Uh, there's so many hilarious moments in these games the pacing is not bad it's just every now and then it throws in repetitive moments of just running into enemies for no reason when they really shouldn't didn't need to be there but it has cool um i don't know if you guys played the wolverine game that was very good the x-men origins that was a great game it was for For being
0: such a terrible movie
1: I liked that movie. I was arguing I liked with somebody. The first part of it. I was arguing with somebody about it's the same thing. <laughs> I know it wasn't you. It was somebody at Game Preserve. I loved that movie, and I know everybody hates it, but I loved it. Um, I liked the first half, but the Deadpool game—it's it, such the the lows of going through waves of enemy re, enemies repetitively is well outweighed by the hilarious moments that happen every now and then. I mean, there's some. The part where uh, you drive the Blackbird and you crash it and you slap Wolverine for five minutes. I was in tears busting out laughing at a couple points in that. I definitely
0: want to check it out now. There's
1: cameos by Wolverine, Rogue, Domino, uh, Psylocke, um, Mr. Sinister is the main bad guy in it, Blockbuster Blockbuster and all the other Marauders that go Uh, along with Mr. Sinister. I saw
0: some stuff with Tombstone.
1: So I've been, it's cracking me up, and I'm—I say I'm probably about halfway through, and I'm enjoying it a lot. So, you guys give it a try if you're Deadpool. If you're a Deadpool fan, there's no way you won't enjoy it. Even it's not a horrible game, but it's not an exceptionally good game. But if you are a fan at all of Deadpool, you will definitely like it. You know, the good, like I said, the good will outweigh the bad by far. Um, Other than that, we've been (coughs) playing. Excuse me. Other than that, we've been playing a lot of Pokemon. Yeah. Oh, man. If my DS
0: wasn't in there charging right now, I'd be sitting here playing this whole freaking podcast.
1: We have a little, like, competitive... Like, not competitive, competitive, but, like, a, a little thing set up for a couple months or a couple weeks from now. I'm going to try to do... Every couple weeks, we'll do, like, a little Pokemon tournament. Um, just kind of friendly games of friends and friends of friends competing against each other, but... It's such a great game.
0: Yeah, it's... I honestly feel like this is my favorite out of all the generations by far.
1: It's definitely up there for me. I'm I'm not quite finished with it. I'm about to fight my the only lead problem,
0: forward. and you're gonna you're gonna feel the same way. The post game is missing a lot of content, and Heart Gold and Soul Silver had a lot of it. And I know See, you put Heart Gold and Soul Silver up there.
1: You just took the words right out of my mouth because I was about to say I'm not I'm at the lead for right now, and if. The Elite Four are really good, and there's a decent amount of uh, after you know in-game content. It'll be the best for me, but if not, I'm still gonna stick with Heart Gold and Soul Silver as the best Pokemon games.
0: Um, the good thing, or well, I don't want to say good necessarily. Well, I guess it is good. Um, they heavily, heavily, heavily. I don't even want to say hint. They blatantly smack you in the face the whole freaking game about there being a Sapphire and Ruby remake in the works. Like, they do nothing but talk about those regions, like, all the time if you talk to people on the side. They're like, hey, I have a friend from a region nearby called Ho, and it's a pretty cool place, but I guess you'll see it here soon. Or something like that. And just crap like that through the whole game. Like, little hints dropped. So, I mean, like, I'm really looking forward to it. I think, honestly, I might be looking forward to the third iteration. Z, or whatever they do here in six months. Um... I'll, I'll, I'm definitely like psyched for that because usually the the third copy is a uh, more post game a lot of post game content. Yeah, and that's what I like. And the it's best. a competitive version.
1: I like post game stuff a lot better. Yeah, um,
0: I will say though it is pretty cool with uh, the variety of crap in the game is just crazy. Like you go into a zone like a route and there's like
1: twelve to fifteen different types to catch. There's lots of different and um, things that are introduced in the games that weren't previously in swarms. Oh man, boards really cool. are my favorite feature. Um, I the new experience share is very good, but the thing is, it's too good. Okay, think about this: if you take that experience share and put it in any of the other games, and put it in past games, it's beyond broken. But, but this in this one, the it. pacing is very balanced with it, and you can go through and take a whole team of Pokemon, raise them to the high enough level, and it's somehow they have mastered. They have literally mastered the balance of the pacing of leveling up to where that share doesn't break the game. And see,
0: it's funny because, like, with black and white, I hated the pacing. That was one of the most worthless, like, it was so poorly paced. It was either the game was too hard or it was way too easy or it was way too hard. It was back and forth. They didn't tell you where to go next or what to do next. And through X and Y, I can honestly say I've only hit one case where that's actually happened to me where I didn't know where to go next.
1: Yeah. Black and white, too, that's why I quit playing
0: it. White twos too... Honestly, I've run into too many difficulties like trying yeah. to get through
1: it. I, I literally quit playing white 2.
0: My only that's complaint about X and Y, really, was the 3D city. And the more I've been there, the less I care about it. Like, it's not as big of a yeah. deal as I made it out to be original. But it still is neat. Yeah. And i have mention it's hatching...
1: It's broken for hatching eggs, because you literally just hold left and you drive around in a circle. The the riding the rhyhorn's and the yeah, pills, like, I wish so that was a little faster when they mentioned like it's it. still fun. When I they
2: didn't... mentioned your mom's a rhyhorn racer, I was like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> There's so many cool moments in this in this Pokemon, and they add so
1: many new. I mean, competitive wise, they did a lot of outside of megas. Like they
0: they well, changed. A they lot of...
1: completely overhauled the EV system for one, which is really good. Very welcomed in my opinion. Um, um,
0: IV's now passed down a lot better with certain items and stuff, which is cool.
1: So, yeah, definitely uh, enjoying that. Anybody else playing any new video games this week?
0: Um, I was gonna say Kerbal Space Program got its next patch, which Kerbal, Kerbal's a blast. Have you played it yet, Drew? <laughs> yeah,
1: I've played it. I've yeah. never played it, but I know a lot of people like it.
0: It's like one of those games, like, you'd expect to be in a classroom, kind of. Like, you build a spaceship, and you go up into yeah, space and do fun. Um, but it got an actual, uh, science system now, so, like, you gather points by doing certain things, and then you spend them to
2: unlock new stuff, and I, it, it's a blast. I know you guys haven't been playing it, or you haven't played it yet, but Grand Theft Auto 5 is legit. It's...
1: I'm waiting until, man, I'm, like, dizzy right now. <laughs> 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 I I'm waiting until... Uh, they put out a version that has, like, all the deal like uh I'm
0: waiting for a PC version, because there will be a Game of the Year for PC. I'm
1: waiting for a Game of the Year, get it, and all the DLC for 40 bucks. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm yeah, waiting for. Because... Now, I I only am waiting for that because I have Gamefly, and I know that eventually I'll get it on Gamefly and be able to play through it, and then a, and then I'll buy it with all the DLC and stuff. Because yeah. that's a game that I know I'm going to want to play through it all, and I'm going to want all the DLC, too, so... I wish I had done that with, with GTA 4 and, and all those. Because it's
0: hard, honestly, sometimes it's hard to go back and play those games once the DLC comes out if you finish them too fast. Well, the cool
1: thing about the DLC on GTA 4 is that it was separate from the main story. Yeah. The Lost and the Damned was its own thing. You didn't even have to, you could have played Lost and Damned by yep. itself. I mean, it was a standalone game. Yeah. Uh, now, Ballad of. Of Gay Tony was a little different because it kind of went along more with the game that lost the damage. Because was. like
0: I, I run into that problem a lot with games.
1: I'll complete a game and then like a month or two later,
0: maybe DLC will come out. Like Borderlands, I'm suffering from that right now. I don't want to go back and play Borderlands two all over again.
1: I wish you would so we can play through the DLC together. But I
0: really need to do the DLC, yeah. Because I have the I had the season pass. I have all the DLC and everything.
1: Tell me when you're ready to do that because I'm
0: down. I'll let you know. It's probably gonna be after like I die of Pokemon exhaustion. I'm cool
1: like a fool in a swimming pool. Honors drunk. I'm not drunk. Alright. I'm just tipsy. Thank you guys for joining us this week on Dial H for Hero Clicks. For this
2: party podcast. Party bad guys.
1: We talked about best build. It is over for this week. Uh, But dial design, don't forget. Submit your dials for the last week. Submit your team bases. Yeah and we'll get those graded and next week we will announce our winner for Dial Design it's a pretty close race I haven't added all the scores up yet but it's pretty close with 22 entrants it's got to be close yeah Uh, we appreciate all of you guys uh, participating and it's been very fun we have had a blast looking at some of these pieces I'd love to make some of them custom you know custom create some of these pieces god dang it I'm slurring my speech at the moment. My brain. (laughs) The boys almost got me drunk today. They did a good job trying but they didn't quite succeed. I'm going to
0: call you at 8 in the morning. I've only
1: been drunk drunk twice in my life and this is not going to go down as a third but maybe next time we try this you guys can get me to number 3.
2: Especially if we have Ricky
1: on too. Um, If you guys would like to email us we are dialhforheroclicks at gmail.com. And if you've enjoyed the Drunken Podcast particularly. <laughs> if you guys have any ideas for main topics you want to hear us talk about, um, just the tip ideas that you you know, you know want to share with the, the Clicks community, uh, we're always looking for those. If you would just like to shoot the crap and just say, uh, Hey, that Drew guy is pretty cute. Even if you just want to ask a question, like what's our opinion on X piece and how does it run in this format, Send us I'll tell p- you it's bad. <laughs> Drew will shit talking and not uh, one. more.
2: <laughs> one last, one last shot for the road.
0: <laughs> I thought you were driving.
2: By the way, Hunter's not driving. And we're at his house. I'm totally driving. <laughs> the I'm a better driver when I'm driving, bros. <laughs>
1: No, I'm just kidding. We do not condone drug driving at all. No, we do not. (laughs) Unless it's a bicycle, then it's hilarious.
2: Unless it's a unicycle, then it's absolutely (laughs) hilarious. Um, But moped is where we draw the line.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I get so tired of getting stuck behind guys on mopeds.
2: Uh, But
1: anyways. (laughs) um, Also, follow us on Twitter. We gained a lot of Twitter followers this week. Uh, let's get the the Twitter going, guys. We
2: had like how many? I did a lot of Twitter week uh, work this week. We had so many <laughs> <twerking laughs> listens. I list did a of lot of twerking week of this work. <laughs> well, no wonder we had so many <laughs> listeners.
1: I put up gifs of me and a thong, doing a little twerking. I could do without
0: all these images.
1: No, we uh, guys suggest <laughs> us on Twitter to uh, get. We like to get some more followers. We're trying to become a more popular podcast. We have been growing at a, absolutely an exponential rate. At this point, we're going to surpass all goals and expectations. <laughs> at this point, we're going to have to give up the contest if we keep getting this many entries. I know. I can't. <laughs> my poor hands are crippled from making so many custom poker chips by this point. <laughs>
0: we're going to have to hire more people to play teams from the best <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh We really, really appreciate all our listeners uh, and putting up with this for two and a half hours every weekend. and... For some reason, you enjoy it. I God knows why. We're terrible, but you tune in every week, and we we really do appreciate you guys. We love talking to you guys uh, on dial designs and best builds, and, and through emails, and even just appreciate you guys listening and uh, joining the HeroClix community more like a family. Yeah, we're well, It really is like a family. We, I just wanted to take a moment and to say like we the appreciate you guys. Uncle There's drunken words. uncle, but uh, sh- but basically, I'm just saying spread the word tell your friends at your local venues about the podcast uh, and uh, to check us out on Facebook or Twitter and check out our episodes. Uh, I appreciate you guys each and every week for tuning in and we will see you next week with another exciting episode.
3: No, seriously, I love you guys. (laughs) (laughs)